Okay, I texted Kayla this cold open. So what what place, you know, maybe physical or maybe somebody who you met that through hockey that you never thought you would, you know, experience? Like driving to La Crescent this week really, you know, hit home for me. Like I've never, I never would have thought that I would drive to La Crescent, Minnesota on a, um, on just a random Saturday. I, for me, the one that stands out the most though, Tony, is when we called the game in Virginia, that's yeah. still one of my most favorite hockey memories because it was one of my real first times on the range and like actually, you know, and then walking into minors since minors was so historic and everything. So what's the question? It's like, what's, why am I here? No, it, no, 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 no. It's not a why spot? are you here? Where has hockey taken you that you didn't, or like doing the pod or oh, doing going, something like yeah. that. Oh, what, what's a place that it that's took like you? Pandora's box. I know, me. I like, know. So like, mm-hmm. do you have one, is this, Carl? Is it, is it Minnesota or world? Doesn't matter. Carl, go ahead. You go first. I got so many answers. It's unbelievable. Where's hockey or the pod taking you that you didn't think you'd ever be in your life? Heritage. Answer. What's that? We couldn't hear you. Greenway. Okay. Yeah, like why am I in Coleraine, Minnesota right now? Kind of thing. Um, I'm gonna give a really weird answer. Banff. Well, yeah, yeah, that could be too. But that's I, I've gone to a lot of different. Well, different bands, though. I mean, not for hockey, but they go. A lot of people go to Banff. Yeah. No, but that's, that's not a weird you know, destination. Banff has taken me. I mean, my career has taken me all over the place. But I think one of those memories, like, wow, I am here right now. It's going to be a really weird answer. Um, I during COVID, I interviewed a kid from Northern Lakes. He's a. I think he's probably an Aitken kid. Yeah, he's an Aitken kid. And I I interviewed him in the hotel of a Holiday Inn in in Niswa, okay. And I remember that morning going, I only have this hotel because of the Getters family. They said, yeah, you could. I needed somewhere somewhere halfway between Moorhead and yeah. Hermantown. And here I found myself in a hotel with good friends of ours, the Getters, in their hotel, and Carmen Johnson. Got, knew Little the kid falls. knew the kid from Northern Lakes got me in touch with him so like that was one of those my all of my worlds were colliding moments sure. and I was sitting in Niswa Minnesota interviewing a kid from Northern Lakes because of Carmen Johnson and Todd and Scott Getters and all the different things in the world and with COVID was a really weird time so there was my how the hell did I end up here moment it was that year in 2020 March of 2021 it happens on occasion with this too where it's just like why am I he- like? How did I get here? <laughs> like- and then the weirdest part about it, and I can't remember. I'm totally drawing a blank on the kid's name. The weirdest part about it is, fast forward to this summer, Jack Kupich's wedding. That dad and that kid were at the wedding because they were an Aitken family. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wow, this world is super small. Hockey's well, a small world. Like you've said to me before, it's like I didn't think that this ninth grader that caddied for me, we'd be doing a never, podcast together. Never, <laughs> like a million years. Like a million years. We didn't have that ever. Good evening, hockey fans, and welcome to the Rink of Fire Boys High School Hockey Podcast. This week's pod is sponsored by Jack's Cafe. Three generations of great food for any special occasion. The Red Black League, the largest boys and girls off-season high school league in Minnesota. Summit Orthopedics 
11 locations throughout the Twin Cities with specialists ready to treat any sports-related injury. And Gemini Athletic, pro-quality custom uniforms with a championship pedigree. And now, here's Danny, Carl, and Tony. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire Good afternoon and welcome to Rink of Fire podcast. I'm Tony Scott, joined here today with Carl in Duluth and Danny here in studio. And what's her name behind the camera? She Kayla. doesn't, you know, are show we actually up. recording now. We like, are. We have been recording. recording. We're we have recording. told me that. So I had a whole story about Greenway. I was going to tell, but I thought you were just asking me what. <laughs> okay. Was, do, so. do you want? Carl's hot. Coming in hot. Let's do you hear want it. to tell let's, it now? Let's Come. hear it, Carl. No, let's hear. The moment's gone. You no, lost no, it. no, 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 no. We'll call this the medium cold, cold opening. Open. Not, yeah, the, yeah, the medium open, Luke not the cold open. open. Lukewarm. I'm glad open. that the conversation of we the pods. Just... We were like going, "Wow, that was the lamest answer ever." He goes, "Greenway." I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, thought so." <laughs> All right, okay. let's hear it, Carl. Carl. Let's, let's hear your saga about Greenway. Cool story. Um, it, yeah, so I just remember going to a Greenway Grand Rapids game, and this would have been 2017-2018 season, so it was the year after Grand Rapids had won, but then they went off the cliff, right? Yep. And Greenway was on, was on the ascent. It was like they had that great junior group that went to state the next year, and then I'm sitting there going, here I am, I'm driving up on, it was, I think it was a Tuesday night, you know, week of Thanksgiving or thereabouts. It was the first game of the year, and so I'm driving up, you know, these weird back roads that you take off Highway 2 to get up to Coleraine from Duluth. And here I am, no, no idea where I'm going, just going to this little, tiny little arena in the middle of, you know, eastern Itasca County, where I've never, I think I'd been outside it, but never actually been in it. And then go in, and then this thing is absolutely packed, overflowing, the floorboards are shaking because it's all that wood, and just like, this is a cultural experience that you cannot get anywhere else. Ah, that's a that's the Carl answer I yeah, was expecting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, where was that? I heard I I've actually been prompted. Hey, okay. I, I, I heard Greenway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. wow, that's not very I Carl-like. felt like I said like Carl, you go first, and Carl just said Greenway <laughs> and, and the prompted needs to be really heavy handed, uh, I guess. We're fine, we're fine. Speaking okay. of Carl, I bet Carl's got a bunch of news for us. Well, speaking of heavy handed, yeah. maybe is that a Jack segue? Can I? That would be very Jack's, like very heavy-handed food. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm going there this week. I'm bringing two guests from north of the border uh, to Jack's Cafe for their first ever. Uh, I'm, I, I put heavy money. One goes ribeye on the. On you the, have to. I bet one of them goes ribeye for sure. Uh, let's hear it. Uh, I'm excited to eat at Jack's. Uh, I'm more excited to hear about the news. Bring it on, Carl. All right. Well, we have a lot of milestones this week, so we'll start with, uh, seems like 100 points is becoming a regular feature on here, so a couple of players get there this week. Elliot Damagala of Laverne, 100-point threshold. Good pronunciation. Good pronunciation. Thank, thank you for not sicking me on that name. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and Andrew Dwinnell of, of St. Cloud Cathedral also hit 100. Uh, one of my faves. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, Slytherin milestones, not 100 points, but 100 goals. Cam Kaiser of Northfield made it there. Wow. We yeah. saw two of them on Friday night. A lot yeah. of goals. Uh, and we can we can keep going up here. We had uh, a new record for the all-time leading scorer from New Ulm, Austin Euchre. I love that. It's pretty good. There were some good stats in our in our uh, car. What is it called? Carl's Newswire. News yeah, Carl's News Hotline. I've yeah. changed the group chat yeah. to that now. I love that. Slash Class A guy just sends me all of these at the end of the week too. So oh, and then like, I know. doesn't even address but, the news hotline. But they're now. all the best part about those. They're all Class A. There's not a double A. Yeah, news there's no double there. A he's news. So he's like, if there was a. That be called? That's not racism. It's like uh, what is uh, that? sizeism. It's classism. It's classism. It's classist. It's classist. It's classist. He's a classist fool. Individual. Individual. Yes. All right. Well, sticking with that theme, we've got another class A milestone here. Louis Wayman, Providence Academy, hit two hundred points. Right. Yes. All right. I saw that. Hmm. Then there's a team record here too. All I don't right. know what Danny's doing, but he's, I, I he's was just making something. sure that Carl he's, was pinned. Sorry, he's pinned. sorry, sorry. Okay. I thought he was muting me or something. But he muted anyway. you on the cold open, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. Uh, Wasika as a team scored their 117th goal this week. That is a team record. So those New Jerseys are paying off. Yeah, I really, I mean, come on. I saw that one. It was like, come on, we can do better than that. Laverne also, team or record. not Laverne, LaCrescent also had a team record for wins that they just set. Wins, that's fine, but goals? Yeah, that's that's like twins hitting a, you know, the home run record for the, you know, team. Yeah, that would have worked how they won a playoff, playoff game. game. <laughs> I bet you Wasika wins a playoff game, though. Yes. Like a safer bet. Ah, uh, okay. Getting some goalie milestones here. Owen Soderholm of Monticello uh, recorded his fifth shout-out of the season, which is a team record. Okay. Uh, our guest on this podcast from last week, A.J. Ryle, so Proctor hit his 1,000th save. Nice. Did he get the cape? Very busy week for 1,000 saves. Did he get the cape, though, is the question. Yeah, the no, cape. I don't think he did. I don't boo, think he boo. Did the cape, yeah. cape get washed? <laughs> That's a better question. No, that thing no needs a washing. <laughs> They'd probably disintegrate if they did. Uh, yeah, a couple other thousand goal savers, or shot savers, I should say. Will Wagner of Coon Rapids got there. Yep. And there Gavin Grinick of Elk, Elk River, whose team will probably come up again on this podcast. They might. And he might. Mm -hmm. And he might, too. Yep. And then uh, there's one other one, Isaac Kalish of Little Falls, who... Has stolen save, but he's a sophomore. Holy smokes. He's a lot of rubber. That's impressive. Oh. Yeah, so he has a chance to get a lot of saves going forward. Okay. Uh, a scheduling note here. Uh, on Danny, what are you doing on February 15th? Um, not going out to Valentine's Day dinner with my fiance. No, uh, no, you're going to Austin. So you have a chance to see La Crescent play Laverne in Austin. Ooh. Ooh. That's kind of juicy. Is that a Thursday? Uh, what happened there? Is that they both added? Some other team from their schedule and added that game. And like mid season? 
Or yeah. someone drop them or what? That That's an awesome Able. game. Apparently drop teams to get there, yeah. And the other... Does this go back to that Wasika New Prague? Well, La Crescent does not have a JV, too. So Really? Yeah, that's something else to maybe keep they had an extra. Maybe Laverne had the extra varsity game or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. That is a Thursday, actually. I think that might be section final for girls, so I can't make it. But I would go to that. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, I think it is. Um, any more news, Carl? Because I have one more follow-up. I have a few more here. Okay. We have uh, three commits this past week. Uh, Harper Bentz, uh, somewhat briefly of Moorhead, is committed to UMD. Yep. Jackson Anderson of Prior Lake. Yes. Yeah, that was yes. really nice. Love that, that kid. And the other one, uh, son of a friend of this podcast and enemy of Danny, Carson Reed of Warroad. Also, it's going to be a Nanook. Love that. So uh, Love let me... That. um. Let me give you some of Miranda's jokes to Janelle on this. Um, Janelle said, I love my road trips. They're my favorite. And I go, especially when you have to go through Canada to get there. <laughs> Need a passport to see your son who lives in the same country that you do. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but, yes, very good job for Carson's. I mean, playing down in Waterloo right now and got to commit up Interesting. To- I got the world, uh, one of the – World Moms gave me a youth jersey, and I think I tweeted it out over. And I didn't really think much of it. I'm like, hey, Courtney, appreciate the jersey. And then I hung it up. And then when I Carson committed, I had a picture of Carson in his Bantam jersey. And that's not Carson's jersey, but it's, but the, it's same the same jersey. Style. And, well, it's the jersey that that jersey I got is the one that won the Bantam A State Championship, uh, of which Carson scored the game winning goal to uh, beat Maple Grove in. So, like that's a, that's a really good get for me. It was a state championship jersey that that Courtney Hansen gave me. So I, I did comment on Twitter. Would I, I like bring... your jersey? No, I would not like your jersey. <laughs> we'll pass. No, oh, that's a hard okay. pass. Okay, it's a hard okay. pass. Noted. Noted. So, <laughs> I do want some youth jerseys. I think some. Some are, some are actually better than high school jerseys. Some. So it'll be cool. Yeah. yeah. It needs to be a different room, though. I mean, like, you have to. Oh, it'll right? just be a different rack. Car- you know? Yeah. Carl, the, these aren't all the jerseys. There's three <laughs> racks. Outs- four. Four racks. There's four racks. Mo- going on five. Five outside of this room. Yeah. We're not to mention the fact. Just to store jerseys. Not to mention the fact that the people looking at the camera can only see the one wall. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. Can't there see are what's three behind other walls that are just loaded with jerseys. Yeah. So there's a yeah. lot of jerseys. We'll take some youth. We'll take some youth jerseys, but not. It, it'll be great for our youth show. Yeah, 10 minutes, have, it would be, be good for that show. Yeah. So it'll be a good mix. So I'll take some youth jerseys someday. Um, what else? What else Carl? you got? Well, our news would not be complete without our weekly segment on Holy Family. Okay. Do you have Do you have something yeah, on that? what's new? I, I can't yeah, wait so, to hear what re, what's reported because I had a long couple conversations about this topic, and I'm trying to filter as much as I can. Okay. Well, the, the important thing to know is that the player in question who was involved in the video that we reported on a few weeks ago in which uh, some uh, certain comments were made in that video um, may have gotten that player in trouble. He is, uh, has been serving a three-game suspension and will be out for the postseason. Yeah, well, let's not say the player's name. Let, let, let people on the Internet figure out who that player is. I'd rather just keep that mum's yep. the word. Keep it rolling. Um. Yeah. Uh. The 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 biggest part of the news, Carl. I think on this 
uh, about the player is the player misses playoffs. And that's a huge blow, not just to, to the kid, but to the program. And that hurts because he's a big, he's kind of a vital part of their offense. And I think that it, that, that definitely hurts them. Um, I will say some of the, the, the logistics of this is he had a suspension from another game. We won't mention the game. So this is his second suspension, which then got him this. Yeah. And talking to one of the coaches at Holy Family was the first suspension was not, he wasn't the right player. So the second suspension, which got him the playoffs, is kind of, he got kind of a raw deal, for lack of a better term. Sure. So I, I just thought I would, for the record, say that I don't think that this is, I don't think they got the right player. The first, the first offense, the second offense, no, it's all public. So that's no. Your one, voice no one was there. That. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, all right, are you done, Carl? I got one more. I got to follow up. Done. You're done. Okay, I got to follow up, and it was there was a tweet made uh, by Noah Ernest's mom saying prayers for Gavin Jensen in his surgery. Yeah, how did that and go? Our, so the reason I want to bring it up is um, our last contact. Walking out of hockey day yeah. was with Gavin and his dad, Andy, right? And yeah. they were wheeling him out on a wheelchair. We'd say, hey, how are you doing? He goes, we'll know more on Monday. Um, so I got a chance to talk to his Gavin's dad today at length about everything that's going yeah. on. I was, like, worried that, hey, maybe they went in there and found something else wrong. Or Structurally. Struck, whatever. But, no, actually, uh he and and Andy goes oh, that tweet cost me more phone time, you know. Kevin, <laughs> you know, but and, and and she was being nice. I mean, Julie yeah. Ernest was being really yeah. nice, you know, and and doing the prayers and stuff. But it caught me off guard. Like, ooh, what what, what don't I know? So I talked to him today. He basically just said that they, you know, he had a two two or three screws put in. Um, he's out for the season. Yeah, you don't skate with screws. Yeah, he's out for the season. There's a. We'll call it a one percent chance if if the if the Rams make it to state that he could skate on it well enough to to be the twentieth skater. He could be in the Rams. He, he could be in the uniform and he could be at the banquet kind of thing. But I don't think he'll play. But he could be the mascot. He could be the mascot. He could definitely be the mascot. I think he wants to wear the uniform and not the mascot. <laughs> but the good news is structurally, uh, eight weeks from now, uh, he'll be skating and getting back into play and be able to. Uh, uh, have a nice junior career starting next fall. So sweet, good, good news. Good, actually, good report uh, on Gavin's knee. Yeah, yeah. So very good. Report. There you go. I, I just didn't want to miss out on that uh, in the news section. Ready for rankings? I'm ready for rankings. Can we beat you up? Is it? Uh, I don't think. I don't think the only guy who's getting beat up is is Class A guy. I think that guy's like on a sabbatical and he just cut paste. Uh Maybe we should send them to Summit Orthopedics. Week. What's that? There was a change in Class A guys rankings. Oh, there was. Oh, oh. So we don't need to send them to Summit, Summit Orthopedics. Orthopedics. Oh. I was thinking of giving him, you know, like a broken ankle or yeah, something. A you know, contusion. <laughs> yeah, <a> contusion, <laughs> like a surgery or something like that. All things needed. If you go, if you have any acute injuries, which I think Class A guy could get because he's getting mouthy with us, isn't he? He's getting mouthy. He, he does he, not appreciate the, what your tone. He does not. He doesn't he does like not. mine. We love him, but he doesn't like us. No. He doesn't like no. us very much at all. Um, probably going to get a text about that later. But, yeah, it's fine. Um, Summit, do they still have their... Um, Summit Service Award. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up because the deadline was uh, Friday. Okay. Uh, we had so many people coming in late 
reading these applications is crazy. That's cool. They're so fun to read. I was like, oh, I want to read more. I got like greedy, I, and I sent the person. I, I'm gonna extend it to Monday and see what happens. So I've put out a couple tweets, and we've gotten more okay. applicants in. Uh, it's super cool to see um, just the kids' interest, and they're coming in from all over the state. So you got you got a chance if you're hearing this on Sunday or Monday. Uh, 5 o'clock Monday, you can set, still send in your application. It's Summit Service right on the top of YHH. Uh, it's about equivalent of a $2,500 scholarship. And if you're looking at a medical-type career, service-type career, uh, put in your application. You still got a shot. So check out. Thank you, Summit Orthopedic, for their sponsorship of all of our programming this year. Carl, let's hear it. All right. It's actually a pretty tame week in AA. There was a little movement, but not much. But okay. Number one is Minnetonka. Oh, Two is Edina. Yes, two is Edina. Three is Wyzetta. Oh. Four is Jan Hassan. Wow. And now, who's the lucky Shaka. member? It's got to be Shaka. Number five. Benil, did, Benil didn't lose. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. You got oh, that. So I'm happy. Shakopee stays at six. Six. And I don't Maple know. Maple stays at seven. Uh, oh, okay. Okay. Eight. There's a little movement here. St. Thomas. Goodbye, they haven't Andover. played Who? anything. Andover falls out, right? All right. Nine. Centennial. Yes. I think, okay, just for, for argument's sake, I think there's a couple teams that are, that are playing some good hockey right now. I think Eden Prairie has a spot here. Yes. Grand Rapids has a yes. slot here. Centennial. Cent He's already got Centennial. Well, Centennial's I'm just, nine. just saying, like, those are... Yeah, is anyone else heating up? I mean, is anybody heating up? I, I agree. White Bear, I heard. No, White Bear just lost no. to Centennial. And they lost to, um, lost twice. to okay. EP. All right. I think it's got to be EP. EP. No, Grand Rapids beat EP. Oh. You Rapids. got Grand Rapids? It's Rapids. Right. No, it's still Rosemount. What? Wow, we did all that lobbying for EP and Rapids, and neither they're one right of them got there. in. They're right next in line with Rogers. Then Rapids. Rapids back to top 15. What did Rosemount wow. What do? did Rapids ever do to you guys except beat you in the last period? It's five seconds. <laughs> they have nine losses. Okay, okay, let's go off this list and see losses, okay? um, uh, How many losses does St. Thomas have? Seven, six? Six. Okay. How many does Centennial have? Two. What? Two. Four? Two. We can't hear them. <laughs> <laughs> we can't hear we don't want to play this game. <laughs> You're not going to win. I, 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 <laughs> all right. All I feel right. like I'm talking to my Uncle Sale there. All right. All right. <laughs> what? We are done with double A. Who was 11, 12, 13? Just for our fun. EP? EP? Rogers. Rogers. There's... Rapids. Rapids is 13. Really? Uh, I think they're high. They're heating up. They're heating up. They're heating up. Okay. Um, class A. Same at the top here. One, Warroad. Two, Hermantown. Yep. Hermantown is double A like, record. It's not outstanding this year. Just of Lost no. five for their last eight now? Yeah, 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 it's not great. Anyways, sorry. They lost to Moorhead? They did. Like one nothing, maybe? Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, number three's got to be 
That's Cathedral. And four is Eastran. Yeah. And then five is this fraudulent. Uh, a lot of meat eye. A lot of meat eye. Yeah. What are, what's their record against Class A? Like 7 0 oh, 1 or something? And that's why he's got them there? Yeah. Meanwhile, they have seven wins. And They're like, like 10 and 11, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. They are not outstanding. I will pull. Uh, I'm going to give up this fight because I'm kind of tired of the fight. But yeah. That's I'll fine. That. I'll give you that. Didn't they beat the two? Didn't they beat They're Orno? 10 and 11. Didn't they deep beat Orno and Delano or something? That's why he's got them there? Yeah. Only reason. Okay. And then six Orno, seven Northfield? Yeah. Yes, Northfield jumped to swap. Yeah. Oh, yay. Okay, so Northfield is finally up. Yay. In fact, Northfield is now number five in page stab. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe that. Uh, number eight would be Delano. Yeah. And okay. then, and then, so he just flipped Northfield and Delano? Yeah. Uh, he should get a job at Let's Play Hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Take the teams, flip one, and call it a day. And serve it out, and it's scrambled eggs. Right, so then nine is Mont, ten is Alex. And they will play, and they are both in the – they play each other this week. Yes. And they'll be in the pickums later Hopefully on. one gets bounced out of the top ten, so we have new blood in the top ten. It's hard, though. I've done Class A in the past. We, yeah, it's, we all have. It's eight hard. through ten is – Really hard. It's murky. It is murky. I don't so think class I, a, you know, if you, if you look at a two class ranking, there's so much space between them, right? You know, that like this, like if like if you do a two class ranking, world might be number ten, then Montevideo might be number seventeen, even right. though they're one spot apart in class A. So you can drop three spots in the overall ranking, but you're still not going to move in class A. You're not. You're just not going to do yeah. that. Um, all right. At a point where they all play like one game against each other, so you're relying on this that one game that they played in December to decide. Absolutely, picking order. Okay, um, well, Tony, you want to take away this interview with Elk River head coach Ben Gustafson? We have Elk River head coach Ben Gustafson. Ben is in his 17th season coaching both football and hockey for his alma mater, Elk River. How are you doing today, Ben? Doing great. Thanks for having me on today. I, I'm going to put you down as most excited coach to be on the podcast. Awesome. Number I love one. that title. I, <laughs> I love, love that. that. I absolutely love that. that. I'll embrace that. That only means it's going to be a great hour with you. I'm I hope so. To it. I I'm hope so. I'm looking forward to it. So we have so much. The pre-show is always sometimes better than the actual show. I've learned so much just in the first 20 minutes just about your coaching career, your dad, and all the different you know, free throw championships, <laughs> Yeah, you know, Paul Martin, you name it. There's yeah. a lot to uncover here. So, Danny, let's get started with, with Gus in his youth, right? Let's talk about, you know, what were your, what were your sports that you played as a kid? I played, uh, I played football uh, in the fall. I played hockey, obviously, in the winter and, and played baseball in the spring. Uh, so three-sport athletes. Um, but didn't you also play a little basketball, too? I did. I played, I played basketball as well. So um, How did you do that? Was it traveling hockey? No offense. It was. You were playing traveling hockey, and then was basketball probably was in-house, though, right? No, it wasn't. No, was traveling, too? <laughs> it was. I was trying to give you a pass Yeah, there. no, it, it was. That's insane. I, so there's some traveling basketball dad going, yeah, Gustafson can't make it to practice. He's too good. He plays hockey. Did yeah, you get that, probably? Yeah, well, my dad was, was our traveling basketball coach, too. <laughs> Um, that at, helped at the As time. Well, that helped. Um, so whenever, whenever I chose, if there was a conflict, right, there had to um, be. You know, which there was.
was, you know, time and time uh, again. Um, a lot of times I would choose to go play hockey. And, uh, of course, he couldn't because with him being the coach and <laughs> having the responsibility to go coach our basketball team. Um, so he missed some, missed some hockey games when we were younger. But, so. that, that didn't, but, but what happened at basketball when you weren't there and you lost? Like, oh, we would have won had Ben been there, Yeah, right? I don't think I was uh, – I don't, I don't think I would have been the deciding factor. Really? But uh, um, I loved it. I loved – being active, um, I loved playing all sports. Um, you know, I grew up next door to, to Paul Martin. Um, obviously, if, so he propelled your career. Right? Yeah, we'll yeah we'll say that, or I propelled his. We could yeah yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the argument of this show. Yeah yeah absolutely. So, so I, I did a little <clears throat> research. I was digging through some old papers, and I yeah. found some state youth free throw champions. <laughs> There's a list of it. And you're a pretty common name in Minnesota. Is that the same? Are you the same Ben Gustafson has won a state free throw shooting competition? Is I, the same guy? I, I, I am. I you probably are. am. I don't know if there's another one. So, um, so tell me yeah, about I do that. Hold, I do have cool. that title. Um, yeah, like like I said, when I was growing up, my dad was a high school football coach in Elk River, yep. and also the high school basketball coach. head coach. Um, at at this time, he was the offensive coordinator for football okay. and the assistant basketball coach. Right. Uh, later on on down the road, he became the head football coach, um, who I ended up playing for uh, in high school. Um, but you know, I mean having access to, to the high school. Um, there would be a lot of Saturday and Sunday mornings where we would go and, and he'd bring me into the gym and I would just shoot baskets and it right. was something for us to do. And one morning we went, there was a, a free throw contest going on. I'll never forget. I was in Chicago Bulls Zubas and, a, and a, <laughs> uh, you know, and my dad said, well, well, let's get you, let's get you signed up for this. And I was kind of like, eh, I'm not, not too sure about it. And, um, Long story short, I ended up doing it. I made 10 out of 10 free throws that morning, um, which got me on to, to go to like districts. districts. Yeah, <laughs> got me to go to districts. And, um, of course, I'm playing hockey. Travel. I was, think I was a, an APUE at the time. Yeah. Um, so a lot going on with that. And, of course, my own uh, traveling basketball team and now this, this free throw stuff that's going on. I, I ended up going to districts in St. Michael and – I made 21 out of 25 there. Um, that got you to state? Yeah, got, it got me to regions. And in this, oh. I had no idea what was going on. I was 10 years old, right? And um, it's a circuit. I'm like, when does, this, when does this end, you know, type deal? And I remember uh, going to regions in, in Medina, and I remember being coming from a hockey game and so literally your- changing in our van yep. um, <laughs> out, of, out of the Time. bottom of my gear and quick putting on my, you know, my basketball shoes and whatnot. And I went in there and um, made 21 out of 25 again and qualified to go to the States. <laughs> and that was at St. John's, That right? was at St. John's and uh, made 23 out of... It can't be that long of a competition no I it, it seemed a lot longer than it needed to be <laughs> but you yeah, know it should only take um, about an hour yeah right right many kids right? yeah right so um went to St. John's and made 23 out of 25 and became the did you go like practice then at the gym like, oh yeah it was this yeah is it you uh, went on like, yeah that more I think my dad right? took a lot of pride pride in it I yeah. kept going, so <laughs> but I remember uh you know as soon as that was done um I I had to tell the the, the trophy and the presentation, everything that was going on, it's like I, I got a hockey game <laughs> that I need to that I need to get to, 
And they looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. And, like, and what? they kind of said, You're at like the spelling bee. Yeah. You're like, I got to go. <laughs> I yeah. Got a prior commitment. Yeah. yeah. I got to go to a geography. For yeah. Now. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember quick, <laughs> it wasn't much of an award ceremony. It, and uh, they couldn't believe that, that I was a hockey player playing I basketball and, 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 Doing this free throw challenge, it was uh, uh, great. A, a great memory of mine, obviously, and and kind of a funny story too. So, <clears throat> what was your favorite sport growing up then? Oh, hockey! Hockey was always my favorite. Really? Yeah, okay. hockey okay. was always my favorite. So, um, yeah. When it came down to deciding, uh, what was a bigger decision, in Elk River? When Paul Martin decided between basketball and hockey, or when you decided between basketball and hockey? Oh, that's funny. It was a much bigger, uh, a much bigger deal in our community when when Paul chose to play hockey over basketball <laughs> than uh, than when I chose. Absolutely. So there was a a lot of attention around. Did Paul's he like decision. have a hat on, like a little hockey <laughs> yes. hat? It's kind of a funny story. Paul didn't tell anyone. Um, the basket when when high school started when when oh for that for that, that season, season I don't think anybody really you just knew. Didn't show up. I remember Coach Sarslin literally waiting outside <laughs> and waiting to see if Paul was going to show up or ask you know his assistant coaches like is Paul here yet is Paul here we're talking Tony Sarslin here, here yet? this yeah. is just some yeah. passive one time so, head coach uh, when Paul showed up you know all. Of, all the hockey players and the coaches were kind of like, <laughs> you know, so probably the opposite in the basketball. basketball. Yeah, so I, I didn't, I didn't get, get that. You didn't get that. Well, Ben's <laughs> playing hockey, so. But, oh. you, but yeah. you have something that Paul doesn't have in the hockey world. He's got a lot. He does, yeah. So tell me a little bit about your guys' state tourney run. What was some of the magic making it to the state tournament and then finally turning the corner? Yeah, you know, I um, – winning that state championship when when I was a junior is you know my best memory um playing hockey and and obviously you know playing in front of all those people I think anybody that's ever played in a state tournament would tell you that it's probably their best memory you know as a hockey player but to be able to do it with with your best buddies you know and um you know we were always we were I, I was very fortunate to, to play with some really good hockey players yeah. growing up in Elk River. And, you know, Kelly Plude and, and Joel Hansen and, and Trevor Stewart and Chris Nathy and Nate Drugsma. I mean, just awesome friends and awesome hockey players uh, to, to this day. A lot um, of those guys are still back there doing it. Right? Yeah. yeah they, That's the best part about it. It is right? really cool. I mean, born and raised in Elk River and now a lot of them having kids going through the program, you know, Kelly Plude. You know, coaching our A squirt team is 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 pretty special. You know, and I and um, but yeah, obviously and Flem's coaching too with him, right? Yep, yep. That's, Flem. Not, that's not bad. That's not a bad Osseo guy, but still, yeah, not we'll, bad. we'll we'll let him in. So, um, just but another great guy. Growing up, you know, you grew up in the in an era of Elk River really rising to prominence mm-hmm. too. What what was that like as a kid? You know, kind of seeing Elk get to section finals, get to state tournament bursts as well. Yeah. You know, that's what's leading up to the state championship, for really. Sh- for sure. I think, you know, Elk River is a community that takes a lot of pride in their hockey, and there's oh, yeah. there's deep roots and a very rich tradition. Yep. Um, you know, when I was growing up, I don't think I missed a high school game. And, you know, I, I we, we all went. The place was sold out. The atmosphere was, was really special, and um, we didn't know anything different, 
that's just kind of how we grew up. So give me a little um, history lesson here, Gus. Is when you say it was sold out, were we talking about the old barn or when you were in, growing up? Was it the bigger ring? It was the old barn. Well, was, of course it was sold yeah. out. There's only 800 yeah. seats. Yeah, you had to get there early or or <laughs> sneak in the the back. Yeah. Of course, yeah. So, um, and but that's then torn down now, right? It is. Yep. Oh, so our geez. new yeah, that was tough. I got a um, when they tore it down. They uh, took some of the wood from the bleachers, yeah, and, and they, special, they it's special, special. Yeah, it's barn. a special barn, absolutely. That is so, a special barn. Yep. We have so much room to cover. You're kind of old, so we got a I, lot. We I got am. A lot of- I, I just turned 40. Ah, well, happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah last week. Yeah, that was week. this last week, right? Last week, yeah, Thursday. So. All right, so quick question here. You, I wanted to get back to Elk River just for yeah. a second here, talk about the old barn. You basically tell, before we got on the show, you told us about, we talked about the growth and the and getting to the final, but go back to 94, and there was a section final, Elk River and Moorhead in St. Cloud that you just had a great, Oddly, a great memories of, yeah. of how special it was for to, to watch that game. Right. I think, you know, sometimes people ask you, you know, what's the greatest high school hockey game you've ever seen yeah. or ever yeah. watched? Or who's the greatest high school hockey player you've ever seen play? You know, I'm, I'm now, now that I'm getting older, people yeah. ask those questions. So, um, <laughs> Neil Broughton. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, when people ask me, I was fortunate enough to be at the game. I was 10 years old. Um, you know, Moorhead, Elk River, 1994, section final, four overtimes. You know, the Ryan Kraft, Matt Cullen, yeah. um, you know, Matt Bailey, Eric Day, just, I mean, unbelievable. Woody Glines, unbelievable hockey players on both teams. I think they were, you know, respectively one and two in the state or one and three in the state at the time. Right. And, you know, the Saint, the National Hockey Center was was sold out. Um, it was a one o'clock game. I could, like I said, I could tell you, what seat I was in to this day, you know, I pointed out where I was. I was 10 years old. Just huh. an unbelievable game. Um, Wisconsin was playing St. Cloud State that night, and I remember the, you know, um, the loudspeaker, you know, the, the the commentator just saying, there's so many people outside waiting to get in. They, they couldn't get in because of the – so it was it was just – it was a bananas. It was a wild wow. – but it's uh, – You know when there's two or 3,000 people outside waiting to get in, you're watching something pretty special. Yeah, pretty special inside, yeah. yep. Because so, they're not going to end the game. No, and I can still – you know, Elk River lost that game, unfortunately, and I, I, I remember – being in tears, I was ten years old. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, yeah. I wanted nothing more than that. Yeah, team that's a hard go, ride home to go to a staff. You know, and and uh, I can remember our high school players, you know, with their helmets off, sitting against the boards, exhausted after playing a four, four overtime game, yeah. just seeing the emotion of of the spuds, and then um, you know, Elk River. We call know. it heartbreak porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely. I almost so. feel guilty taking pictures of those kids. No, oh. like, sometimes I'm like, uh, yeah, it's it, yeah. So, it's you know, hard. but in in two thousand and one, when when we won the state championship, you, you experienced we, the opposite. Side we of that. we did. I was and we played Moorhead. Yeah. So <laughs> and uh, so it was you know kind of Good sweet redemption. revenge. Yeah, redemption yeah, absolutely. there. So yeah. All right. So let's go to your high school football career. Uh, was your dad your the head coach when you were there? Yeah. Yep. My How dad long was, was he the head coach? Oh man. So he was the head coach. I want to say for five years. Um, and then when Rogers High School opened, um, he was he became the athletic director at Rogers High School. So. He, got out, he got out of his hometown finally. He, right? Yeah, I, I, I just I, can I remember how being the basketball. I mean, how the, yeah, what a toll that yeah, would take yeah. on it, him. It, well, I you know what, and I remember talk about a guy who you know. I mean, I I, I watched it 
how much passion and love mm-hmm. he had and what he put into you know coaching the sports that he coached and and the players that he coached um you know for him to to decide to to go and become the athletic director it was it kind was really hard for him start. Was yeah. a, was it a was a fresh start for him it, it was i think it was a fresh start but but i i know it really it hurt him because of how much love he had for his football program and how much work and time he put into oh, yeah. the program and the kids and it's something that you know i i've learned so much from him and and i am who i am today because of because of my dad and you know the lessons that he taught me and 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 the mentorship so when you talk about kind of coaching mentors um you know i've had some really good ones but you know my dad is for number sure one. number one and to this day he's you know my first phone call you know after after every game and he's retired and comes to pretty much every every one of our hockey practices <laughs> um so it's uh it's, it's got to be reassuring to have dad up there yeah it's a it's a it's a really special relationship that i don't take for granted and it's uh oh, it's man. it's it's really I'm, special I'm so getting teared up this is <laughs> awesome yeah. so um well we got to get to your college coach was scott bell there all four years you were there he was, was not he was uh i was i just played for him my senior year okay who was yeah. the coach before scott i had uh pat cullen Okay. Um, as a freshman uh, and a sophomore, and then at uh, Hamlin. Yeah, let's be clear. Yeah, that sorry. was not said. Yes, yep, <laughs> yep, yep. At Hamlin, and then uh, my junior year, I had uh, uh, Chris Brown, who ended up going to Augsburg. Really um, good coach. A really good coach. Really good coach. Um, yeah, enjoyed enjoyed all three of them. All, all three of those coaches that I played for at Hamlin. And why Hamlin? Um, you know. <laughs> I probably didn't really play like um, I didn't I I was I wanted to be a teacher. I knew I wanted to be a teacher right. and a coach, and I never really thought of playing junior hockey after high school. Right. Um, and I remember, you know, I was kind of doing the recruiting stuff, and and I remember Coach Harrington at St. John's telling me he wanted me to go play juniors. Sure. And and looking back, you know. Would I have done some things maybe a little different and tried to, to go play junior hockey after high school? Probably. But I remember him telling me that he wanted me to play two years of juniors in order to go to St. John's. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm ready. You know, why I'm would I do now. that? You know, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and uh, um, you know, and Hamlin, you know, gave me the opportunity to come in and, and play right away. And um, I don't Eric Wheelam from, from Osseo. Yeah. Um, it was a great, great hockey player, a good friend. And, you know, he was going to Hamlin. And um, so, yeah, it was, it was close to home. I'm kind of a, Kind of a little bit of a homebody, I you guess. You don't so. say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I so. couldn't tell. All right, so you had, we talked a little bit about your dad. Now I want to talk a little bit. I can't do a podcast without talking about Tony Sarsland. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wouldn't do hockey justice. Talk, right. talk a little bit about Sars's, at his, what was Sars like at his best and what was he at his worst? Because everybody thinks of. Yeah, Only I think a lot worst. of people yeah. think of him as worst. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. I've got to know him, and he's a great guy. Yeah, you could talk your ear off about right. the game. Tell me a little bit about some of the good, bad, and ugly. You know, I think Mr. when Sarsen. people, you know, looking back, like when I played for Coach Sarsen, and then when I coached on the bench with him, I think people only really saw, you know, Coach Sars at the front of the bench, you know, yeah. um, <laughs> yeah. giving direction on the ice and and you direction, know, yeah, is yeah, heavy quotes and, here. yeah, chewing that gum really hard and and whatnot. Um, they, they didn't see, you know, how much he really cared about his players, you know, off the bench, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, in the locker room. And um, so, it, you know, when I think of, 
Coach Sarsam, he got the most out of every single one of us, you know, 100%. every day, you know, and um, when I was, when I went to I still <clears throat> think, this might be an overstatement, but I still think that his, uh, what, his, what he put on the Elk River hockey, it, that stamp he put on it, it's still there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Squirts play like Sars is yeah. in the building. Yeah. And he hasn't yep. been there for 20 years. Right. Or whatever it's right. been, 15 years. Yeah, it's a it's a program to to this day. You take a lot of pride in you know outworking opponents and something that you know I've learned so much you know from from different coaches and um, you know Sars you know he always said you know control your attitude your effort and you know discipline and he's always preached to me there's really only three games that matter during 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 the season <laughs> and which yeah. those three are coming up shortly here so yep. right. Um, right. but uh, just and how much detail he put into the defensive side of the game, oh, you know, wow. and, you, and you, you, you got these high school kids that, um, they want, they, they want to, they want to score a lot of goals and they want to run and gun. And, and, but really, you know, this is the time of year as we're approaching that, uh, y- you're going to, you're going to be successful by, by your team defense. And, and he got us to buy in and, um, you know, we played awfully hard for him. Absolutely. <clears throat> I got a question here. Go. I, I promised you this question. Yeah. So you coach football for 17 years, two state championships. Two state championships. Two states, okay. Yep, yep. So if anybody hasn't ever played football or been on the sidelines or coached football, what they may or may not see, you can't see it until you've had a punt return for touchdown. Yeah. You know, what the highs and low, or score a punt right. return, whatever. Right. You know, like there's that yeah. big play. There's the big plays in football. Yeah. They're a lot like goals in hockey yeah. in some ways, right? Yeah, absolutely. And you have, you've done this as a coach, and you have a dad who did it as a coach. Yeah. The emotions in football, I'm going to say right now because I've coached both, are way higher in football than they are hockey, believe the it or not. The spikes are. The yes. spikes are way yes. higher. Yes, yep. Do you think there's a value to that when you coach hockey from what you get from coaching football, or you just think it's just coaching and you're kind of getting in the zone and you don't think about yeah, it? Yeah, you know, not many people coach both hockey and <laughs> football, so <laughs> I can't really, you know, but I, I tell people a lot, you know, the the momentum shifts – in, in football and the amount of, you know, I, I coached the O-line for, for us and the amount of adjustments that go on yeah. during a football game. Well, if they're, if they're doing this defensively, then we're going to do this offensively. Right. And the, the amount of X's and O's that go on during a football game are, are, are so much more than, than in a hockey game, which is so much more, you know, read and react flow, you know, and I mean, how many different power plays can can you run, and how many different right. four checks? I mean, I mean every every I'd be willing to bet a lot of us hockey coaches are are we could probably go into each other's locker rooms and really give the same speech, you know, <laughs> and you know are, it comes down to are you going to do those things, you know, and whereas whereas in football there's so much more, um, not that there's not X's and O's or, or structure in, in hockey because there Intricate. is it is, but but with fo- it it changes. It can change by the play, by the snap. Yeah, you know, it's it's it's, and unless you coach it or or really know a ton about it, like I'm not talking to my wife a lot about right. walking <laughs> schemes, you know. So, but uh, you know, but go back to that. I mean, you're. I mean, not to talk too much football in the yeah. show, but like your offense is one of the most dynamic offenses every year. Yeah, and it would be a crap offense if the offensive line is not. I mean, literally, the offensive line makes it go. Yeah, yeah. There's seven of them. 
Yeah. You know, we're tight yeah. end to tight end. There's seven of them. And, and uh, they, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a very, very, very important part of, of any football team yeah. for any offense. Yes. But, but uh, we've had a lot of success offensively uh, over the last 10 years here since Coach Hamilton has come in and brought in this power T. And, um, you it's know, fun to watch. I've seen a couple of games. Yeah, like, it's it's crazy to watch yeah, how, yeah. how good you are. And you guys have that the benefit. I hate not to detract all your success, but you have the benefit of being five A and yes. not six A. You're yeah. right on that cusp, for which sure. is great for you for guys. For sure, for sure. I bet it's been great for football. It's in your been area. great for for our football program. It's been great for our school. It's been great for our community. Yeah. Anytime you can have that success in 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 anything, it's 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 really good. So yeah. um, it's been a lot of fun and something that I you know thoroughly enjoy and, and look forward to and yeah. I got a, a very supportive wife and family that you know um, understand that coaching is really my passion and my hobby um, I don't know if they would be happy if I coached a spring sport so I'm not going there <laughs> no, but, no. Uh, but uh, yeah speaking of that though you we talked about your football success I mean there's there's like a two or three week window when you're in state playoffs even section playoffs where yeah. hockey season's already started how do you channel been in both of those worlds for that three-week window yeah that's you know when we won the state championship in football those two years and I think there was another year well there was another year where we lost in the state championship right and then another year when we lost in the state semis so in those you know in those years hockey has already started and you know yeah so there was um there were a couple seasons there where I was coaching football and hockey for for three weeks, and hockey's just starting, oh. obviously. And then so, so I would even I would get up and and I would I would have we'd have hockey tryouts, <clears throat> and then I would go to school and, and teach. You had it before school. Yeah, oh, and, then, and then and uh, then and then we would and then so I'd go to football. football. Oh, yep. full so day. it was a full day. Um, <laughs> then go home and 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 be the best dad and, and husband you can possibly be and. Um, you know, the kids, uh, depending on the group, I, I think the last time we won the state championship last year, we did evening practices. They want they want to do evening for hockey rather than morning. So right. sure. we made that we yeah. made that work out for them. That so, works. That but works. you know, give the hockey kids credit; like they've always been very supportive in yeah, those well, situations. Especially when you're making a run, yeah, it's they, fun. they want they, they want, want to be part of the team, right? Absolutely, they want the they want to have that pride and and uh, uh, in the in the in the success and they're very supportive of me coaching football and they want, want to see their friends do well too. Of the 35 to 40 hockey players, how many of them play football? Um, I think it depends five on the to ten Yeah. Yeah. Less than yep. five. Sometimes less than five. Sometimes between five that, and ten. Yep. yep. Okay. So yeah. All right. Let's talk a little Elk River hockey. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Now so we're coming right back to let's Elk circle River back. Hockey. Yeah. So you start coaching at Elk River in 0708. Yep. That's right out of college then, right? Yep. Did you get a job right away at Elk River? I did. I ended up getting a, a long-term sub-job. So I ended up going back home and living with living with mom and dad. A um, little bit of nepotism. We get it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I remember my first interview, um, which which is the school that I, I teach at to this day. I was living with my parents, and it's at the – I teach at the middle school that I went to. Okay. Um, so I literally, and I walked, I walked to that school when I went to school. I mean, I could hear the bell ring from my driveway and I would just jog <laughs> to school. So I remember walking to that interview in a, in a suit from my parents <laughs> as a, as a 23 year old people, you know, but Talking, yeah, that's, waving. yeah, yeah. Oh, so I was, yeah, I walked to my, my, my teaching interview and, uh, thankfully got, 
got that teaching job and I've been there ever since. And you're a so, gym teacher? Uh, yep, yep. Teach, I teach. I remember yeah, that. Yeah. Somewhere in my brain yep. I got so, that. And, and that little basketball background, yeah. you know, I, I get, uh, I, you know, when we play horse or have three-point contests, <laughs> I get some good, uh, the, the basketball players, you know, I earn their respect. respect. I earn their respect. So. <laughs> you bring your trophy yeah. in there? Like, no, no. Here you I, go. Yeah, right here. So, it's right here. Right yeah. there. If they want to play up and down full court, I tell them I'm more no. of, a, of a horse guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, or half court. So, yes. Not full, yeah, court. not full court. I'm out. So. You're a stop and yeah. set up guy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Let's so. talk some puck here. Let's talk out the heritage of Elk River Hockey. Uh, you've got a brand new building. Yeah. Furniture and things. Tell us a little bit about the economics and the school board and how that rink works, how it worked to get to where you are today. Because you have full turf, you have yeah, it's a beautiful facility. Talk us a little bit through. You know, looking at what our kids um, have access to um, athletically in in at our high school, our football stadium is is brand new. Um, The weight room that that our kids have is is. Un, it's unbelievable, um, and then obviously our rink um, is arguably, in my opinion, one of the nicer, if not the nicest venue um, in the metro or yeah, even the no state. Um, it's uh, it's pretty special. It's a it's it's something that you know our kids and our community take a great deal of pride in. Uh, like you said, we have that turf, you know that and that third area, I guess you would call it. And, you know, we've got, uh, you know, Ben Jeremko, who is an alum, and Jake Jeremko, who have started their own business, uh, own, you know, two brothers hockey, and it's right inside the rink. So, you know, they they focus so much on player development. They're so good for our, for our, for our hockey players, boys and girls, and they work with our baseball team. They work with, I mean, it's really special, and it's right there in the rink. They, the kids literally leave school, and, and they're, they're right there. You know, our kids leave practice and they they don't have to go outside to yeah. in in the cold to to go and work out. And uh, our kids are very lucky. And you know, with Ben and Jake being alumni and and how much you know pride they have in the program and and the kids is really special. I would assume, and and just educate me here. I would assume because it's on the property of the school. Is it a school district owned? Building, it so is then a, it was a bond. It's a city by owned. The city, it's city owned. City owned. City owned. Okay. Yep. It's a city tax. Yes. City bond. Yep. Paid yep. for it. Yep. Okay. Yep. So it's. Uh, Wasn't the rink always city owned? Yep. Always. Because city I owned. remember there was like something you know by Center Ice that said yeah, Elk River. City of Elk River. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, it's always been city owned. Um, so, um, but like I said, we've we've got great support from from our city and our community, and um, it's a. Uh, a senior center as well, yeah. Um, so it's got that. Which I'm that, sure help pay for. Oh it, right? yeah, yep. So that's got that that in there as well. So yeah, pretty pretty special place, absolutely. All right, <clears throat> now you've been the coach for head coach for eight years. What what's some one of the things you you know when when you see your team play? What's one of the things you want people? To, oh, when you think of a Ben coach team, what what would that be? Yeah, you know, I think when I think of the program, I want I want people to see how much passion and and that they play with i want them to know that they're playing the right way they're going to play hard um and uh with toughness i've always tell our kids this game awards teams who are tough and play with grit and so i always challenge our kids you know to play with that toughness and grit obviously put an emphasis on on skill and puck movement which is obviously really important part of our part of the game but um and just really doing the details that that 
you need to do to be successful. You know, I mean, it's 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 those little details within the game that 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 add up. You know, blocking shots, you know, back checking, winning those those one on one puck battles all over the rink, and um, you know, just really focusing on the details is so important. <clears throat> I got a section placement question. Yeah, here let you me go phrase to let me go phrase ahead. that. All right. The Elk River has produced in the last decade probably some of the most D1 or top-end players in our state. Yeah. But is also one of the more unknown, kind of like Burnsville in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yep. It, because you guys have been stuck in a certain right. section, whether it's 7AA, currently an 8AA. Yep. That nobody gets to see you on a state level right. at the tournament. Right. It, let's first let's talk about the players that have come through in the last decade. Because there's been some awesome players. Yeah. I mean, you've produced a Mr. Hockey player yep. in the past decade. Yep. And a current top four D on one of the best teams in the NHL. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, I mean. Who played Bantam Bees, by the way. Yeah. Played, yeah. Played a year of JV hockey. Right. You know, so, like, I, you know, you get these, these kids who maybe they're on their JV team and they're, you know, Frustrated. They're frustrated, and you got to remind, like, Reggie Lutz played a year of JV hockey. He went on to Mankato and did. Un- he was a Mr. Hockey finalist. Yeah. Yep. Jay Cherempro, mm-hmm. Mr. Hockey winner. Nick yeah. Perbix yep. uh, is who Tony was talking about. Right. right. Jake Perbix is playing at Northern Michigan. Jack, Jack, Jack is sorry, at Northern sorry, Michigan. Jack. Yeah. And, well, that rhymes with Blake. Yeah. yeah. So that's right. where yeah, my, yeah. There's yeah. a lot, yeah. Special yeah. family. Um, so, yeah. And then, like, all the Jaremkos that have come through Ben. Right. Jake Ryan, yep. even too. Yep. Like there was, they produced really top end players. Yeah, Zach Michaelis, you know, was at Northern yeah. Michigan. Nate Horn, who's at Air Force. Jax Murray. Jax Murray, Wyatt Eggy, who's playing yeah. professionally in Europe and was at Ohio State. Uh, Benton Mass, who's <laughs> yeah. he was draft- on that Mankato. Yep. National yeah, National yeah, yeah, yeah. So, because he started at uh, what New Hampshire, New Hampshire. New yeah. Hampshire. So when 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 Mankato and the Golfers were playing, I was um, there. Yeah, Reggie and. And Benton scored the first two goals. I'm yeah. well aware. Yeah. So, so I was. They joking. were sitting at the booth, and yeah. I must have had my hand up for 38 straight minutes trying to get the Elk River. Yeah, I'm I'm here, and I'm covering this game, and yeah. I'm like, all right, I got the question. Yeah, I got the question. Yeah, you know what? You know what influence the Elk River? Yeah, had a what, what, what? Give me the impact of Elk River hockey on this, and their just eyes just popped out of their head like, they're, thank God, someone in this room picked up the fact that we're both from Elk River. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, of course, Benton's like, he had no idea who I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Are you guys best buddies? He goes, no, he didn't even know who I was. Yeah, yeah. It was a so, great answer. Yeah. It was funny. Reg, yeah, so, but uh, we were back home watching and joking. It's, you know, Elk River 2, Gophers 1. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> yeah. and then you got Paul Martin on the bench. Yeah. Yep. The Gophers, just a lot of Elk River connections in that game. And, and the thing is, that's a gift that'll just keep on yes, giving. Right? It's not yeah. going to stop. You and, know? you know, I as much as we talk about those guys, you know, the alumni that, that we've brought up being great hockey players, they're, they're even better people. And, you know, to this day, they come back and they skate with our, with our high school kids and they skate with our youth kids. Um, they work out, you know, and, and our high school kids, I, th- I think they think that's normal. Yeah. Um, they, they don't know anything else. And, and I, I remind them like, it's, you realize you're, you're, you're lifting with an NHL defenseman, you know, and, and, yeah. and, you know, it's, it's, it, this it's doesn't special. happen everywhere, you know, and you're really not going to realize it until, until you get older, but it is really special. And, um, 
you know, even go a step further, you know, uh, something that, that I've really taken a lot of pride in, you know, obviously as a, as a high school coach, you're a teacher, you're right. a teacher. Yeah. You're, you're a teacher you, of yeah. hockey and football, teacher too. of hockey, teacher of football. And, um, you know, but I've always said that I use, I use football and I use hockey as a platform to build men of high character. Right. And that's, yep. that's ultimately what we want. And, um, to have these guys come back and interact with those with those kids, and um, one thing that that we've started doing and um, is more, more more focus on leadership and character development, and to have Paul Martin come back and, and speak to these kids about what that is, you know, because I think so many of us just say, "Well, be a good leader." Well, what right. is what does that mean? Yeah. yeah, you know. So to to so I gotta you know our our captains, you know, and and I give them credit, you know, Cooper, Braden, and Cole, you know, I got a chapter book on leadership starting last spring I, I said we're, we're gonna do this and it's a workbook and I think if if someone would have said that to me in high school I said, well, well, <laughs> who are you and and we would meet bi-weekly and and then all of a sudden you know it grew to okay I'm Benton and Jack are gonna meet with us and do a chapter and then that's cool yeah and then next week it's gonna be Zach Michaels and Jack Perbix you know <laughs> and then the next week it's gonna be Paul Martin and and um that's super cool it really is and really that's you know you want state championship type people, right? Yeah. And that's 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 what you want. And it's obviously our goal to go to a state tournament. Absolutely. Okay, so, so let's stop there. Yeah. Let's circle back on the section then. Do yeah. you want to ask a quick no, question? No, no, you can. Uh, that's fine. Go, okay. go to the section so, placement thing. And this goes back to 94, like mm -hmm. you were just saying. Elk has always been in a section with great teams yeah. peaking at inopportune times for Elk River. Yeah. What's yeah. that like? You know, because it, it's just hard. You always have had tough roads to get to yeah. state. Yep. I think going to a state tournament, no matter what section you're in, is very, very difficult. Correct. And yep. and it it's, you know, it's it's earned. It, you need you need great goaltending, right? I think every hockey coach would tell you that this time of year you need your goalie to be your best player. But yeah, we've kind of bounced around from section seven to section eight, um, where you know. You got the, the the handful of northern schools, and then the uh, handful of you know metro, metro schools, northern metro northern mix. You know, and we're going up to a Roseau on on a Saturday, and <laughs> you know, you leave Friday night and you get home Sunday morning at two in the morning, and for one game, for one game, and you know, and of course, you know, anytime you're a part of those sections, you want to you want to schedule those teams. Yeah, um, you got a home during home your home, regular right? season yep. yeah. for that section seating purposes, and so you know you're going to Moorhead, you're going to Roseau, or they're coming here, but Midgey or Brainerd, and um, obviously really good games, really good teams, and really good programs, but a lot of lot of travel, you know, and it's definitely not an excuse by any means because those teams are doing the same thing. You look at Duluth East and Grand Rapids, and yep. it it's just it's the way it is so it is. <clears throat> all right i, I would meant to do this before the show but i'm gonna have to do a, a personal pat down to see if you brought your rose crypt tonight with you today <laughs> or you just keep that in the locker room that's yeah we can keep what that is in the with the, yeah. what is with it you guys have their number <laughs> yeah it's anytime you can go up to rose and and <laughs> and win is 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 pretty special they're obviously a, a an awesome hockey community and a, a really good hockey team, well-coached hockey team. Um, so, yeah, some of them, you know, recent memories going up there and winning have been phenomenal. It, it, some sure, of your, it sure some makes of the bus ride home hockey, a yeah, lot yeah. better. Your ho yeah. best hockey <laughs> coaching wins come in the Memorial Building. Yeah, yeah. For you. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. 
Well, can we take two seconds to talk about the Section 8 that is this year? Yeah. The circle yeah, of death. and then we'll talk about the team to wrap it up. Yeah. Yep. 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 What do you know about this year? You've pl- probably played You just played Sartell. Five yeah. of those you just teams. played. Who else did you play this? You played Andover. Played Andover. Yep. That's not a section opponent, nope. but you've played. You've played every or nearly every section opponent. Yeah, we've got uh, two left. We we play uh, Brainerd or excuse me, Bemidji and St. Cloud, coming up here to to end the season. But uh, I've never seen a section like it like section eight. So did you see the tweet our guy made? Yeah, I did. It's unbelievable. I, it, I think the whole state saw that. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You can't make it up. And I think one through nine. You know, I think. Um, any team is capable of beating anybody on any given night. Going on a heater. Going on a heater. And and like we just said, you know, um, you need your goal. I think it's going to come down to who's got the best goal. And there's really good goaltenders oh, in our section. Yeah. Yeah, really, really good. Buffalo's really got a good. great really one. Really good goalie. Yeah. and more. Sartell goalie yeah. is really good. Yeah. yeah. Yep. You look at the Rozo kid who's got three years of, of, of varsity experience. Yeah. You know, it's, it's uh, yeah, it, there's a lot of parity. A lot of parody. It'll be so a lot of fun. The, the quarterfinal games will be great. The semifinal games will every be great. Game. Every, every game. game. Every and, game. And the seating will be really important. Yeah. Not, you know, seating, you know, in, in five or six right. is, quote, important. But yours is really important because one's a trip to Rose. Yeah. Or, one, or <laughs> right. one could be a trip back to your yeah. bar. You know, right. It's so important. Yeah. See, that seating meaning because the circle of death that Joe made for us, mm-hmm. because everyone, I mean, who has an advantage? I think we were talking to somebody today. I was talking to Rose guy today, and he's like, yeah, well, Morehead's won. Two to nine, nobody knows the answer. Yeah. I mean, how, what do you do in that meeting? I, I mean, everyone's going to come with, like, guns and yeah. sticks. And I yeah. find this right? random <laughs> number generator oh. here, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, Pretty much what it's going to be. Of, yeah. co- of course, as I think about that, you know, and, and it's, you know, so-and-so has beat this this team, but this team has beat that. It's 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 crazy. Can't you really, really have to is. watch the state this year for that section you, meeting. You really you really do, and and I think in this type of situation, you look at we've got a couple teams in our section that play in the Lake Conference. Yeah, you know, which which is <laughs> Section Eight has Lake Conference, uh, ar- arguably the best. The best conference yeah, yeah. in the state, and then you look at our conference with the Northwest Suburban. Two years ago, there were two teams in the finals. <clears throat> right, you and can make an argument that that the is best the best. Yeah, yeah. Year, I think you it could. Might be. You yeah. could. The best conference. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's there's multiple teams. You got Centennial, Andover, Maple Grove, Rogers. Yeah, you know us. You yeah. know, we, we, Champlain Park. You guys are Park. now in the conversation. Coon Rapids. Coon Rapids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coach Frock doing an amazing job there. Yeah, yeah. there a lot. Yeah, so you know, I think it, it's okay to it's it's important. Important to be it for me, you know. We beat Andover. You know, we tied yeah, Rogers. We beat Andover Champlin in Park. You know, so I think it's important. Yeah, you want to look at those head-to-head matchups, yeah. but when when all of that is is crazy, you know, I, I do think you need to look at you know some other things as well too. So the funny part about it is this is the year, including Morehead. Everybody on that list has got a black eye too when they show up at that meeting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Know? yeah Nobody shows up scot free no, in that meeting. No. That's why it's going to be an interesting. I would really love will. to sit in that meeting. Yeah, just lobby sitting there and like yeah, fly yeah, the wall. Like, what do they say? Because there's going to be a lot yeah. of a lot of darts thrown at each yeah, other. Yeah, sell so. us your team then. Yeah, sell us elk yeah, this sell, year. See, you're in the meeting and and uh, that's that's one. Yeah, yeah I, I'm well, ammo right well, now. Well, I yeah, think, that's ammo. Yeah. I, I think every team, but I would. I I'm would, Lundy. Yeah, I would. Yeah, 
I would argue that we beat you at your place, you know, and, and uh, you know, so um, I think when you look at us, we have grown so much throughout this season, which, which should be the case, right? Every team wants to, but we're playing our best hockey right now. And, um, you know, we lost to Sartell one to nothing, but I, I, our, with our team, when we struggle to score goals sometimes, you yeah. know, and, and yeah, it's a point of emphasis and something that you, we got to work really, really hard to, to score goals, but we're, we're really good defensively, really good goaltending. Um, you know, and I, and I do, I think when you look at, you know, the QRF, you know, yep, I, yep. I, I, I think not a huge proponent of that. How do you guys look there? It, we're right up. There. I think okay. we're like two or three, Okay, you know, in our section. And then you look at, you know, when we play top 10 opponent, I mean, the Rogers tie is, is, is a great tie, right? I guess, yeah. you know, and the Andover win is, is a good, a good win, win at this time of year. Uh, the Champlain Park is a good win, yeah. you know, and um, we play Centennial on Thursday. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot of merit to head-to-head, absolutely. But I think in this given year, given with – You almost got to use QRF. You, you, there's, there has to be a little bit of, of merit to that. And when you look at – you know, some of our section opponents play, you know, a lot of class A teams or maybe their conferences aren't as because good. Because of travel. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's not their fault. It's no. not, it's no, nothing. No, no. It's just, um, we're, we're, I, I love where our team is at. Um, and, and to be honest with you, this is the most fun that I have had coaching I love um, in, in the, in, in my eight years. I think years. your team two years ago would have been a lot of fun to coach. It too. was a lot of fun. It was when our, you know what, to, to, to when our current seniors were sophomores. Um, they had a senior group, that a helped. big a big senior group that showed them How the way it. things yeah. are supposed to be done. Yeah, and and that when they were sophomores, now seniors, the leadership and the respect that mm. that that our team has for each other in that room is that is so important. And I'm so proud of our kids with with yeah. the with the culture that that they have created and we're we're promoting and and but it it has to be coach driven but it also has to be player driven as I well. I think you'd love another shot at the Mac. Yeah, that place was I was in the oh. building that day. yeah I, was like, I remember wow wow what an atmosphere yeah. that was for you guys because yeah. it was seventy five twenty five yeah it was wise. yeah that yeah. place would have come unglued it would have had you had if you would have played. The third period, like you yeah. played the first two yep. periods, you would have been the yeah. section champs. It just yep. kind of fell apart at the it end. It did. But it did, yeah. So it's uh, – But it was a fantastic atmosphere. It was, and that's what high school hockey is all about, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, when I look back to that 1994 Moorhead-Elk River game, I, that that I wanted – I was 10 years old. That's what I wanted to play in. That's yeah. what I wanted to experience. So what those kids were able to experience, you know, you look at the minnetonka Wyzetta game and you yeah. see pictures or, or – you see the tweets, you know, uh, Tuesday night uh, of high school hockey in Minnesota at Braemar. It, it that's so cool. That's what it's all about, you know. So last question. This is to me what it's all about. I read a tweet. Uh, when did you beat Andover? Tuesday or Thursday? Thursday. Thursday, Thursday night. Yeah. I read a tweet from your Twitter that said something effective. This is the first time this group has ever beaten Andover in their careers, not just high school <laughs> but youth. Yeah, and it was a really cool. There was a, there was it was a heartfelt tweet. Yeah, and I was like, ah, they're coming. That's yeah. the, this was That's their coming sign. out. This is a sign, yeah. and we've seen the scores this year. Yeah, yeah. you know, since since the I, I invitation, yep. you guys have gone up. Yeah, which is 
the way you want your right, trajectory yes. going. I'm I'm having flashbacks to two years ago because I feel yeah. like we were kind of starting to get that feel about you guys two years ago, late January, mm-hmm. early February. Mm-hmm. Talk about how what that means to you guys to see a tweet like that, or how you know what what says about your program right now. Yeah, I, I like I said, it. I'm so proud of the kids, and you know it. The, it it's never about me. It's never about our coaches. It, it's it. As long as I'm coaching, it will be about the players. It'll be about the program. And like I told them that after that game, um, I'm so proud of them, and they earned it. And we talk about earning wins and earning mm-hmm. things in life, right? And yeah. And uh, um, I did tell them though it was a pretty sweet 40th birthday present. You know? So <laughs> maybe I should tell remind them that it's my birthday next yeah, Tuesday. It your or, birth- yeah, yeah, it's so like a about, fake yeah, email. You yeah. should have about four or five more birthdays. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Now I agree. Late so, February. Yeah, I so. lied. My wife's <laughs> birthday yeah, is today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in, in today's world with hockey, with you know, out of season hockey, spring, fall. Yeah. There's so many relationships that are formed um, through playing with other people or competing against other other peers from other towns, and you build those relationships. Um, I know that you know the Elk River our our players had, had, had as a group of friends over in Andover, and it meant so much to them. I'm sure. Um, and and you know we have a team, our current high school team, who wasn't they weren't successful as Bantams. No, our seniors weren't successful as Bantams. Our juniors weren't successful as Bantams. Our sophomores weren't successful as Bantams. So when they come to us, you know, to get them, you know, to to help them reach the goal of going to a state tournament, and it is achievable. Yes. You know, we yeah. I, it is. And um, the first step is believing in yourself, right, and, and having that belief. And, um, you know, when you beat in a team like Andover, it, it helps with that, right? Yeah. And um, so very, very excited for, for our kids. Um, and like I said, they're just – they're phenomenal kids. They're 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 state championship people, and that's that's what you want, right? So yeah. Well, this was a really fun session, and behind you is a Elk River jersey with yeah. the, our name on the back of it. Yes, we yes. Really Thank you. Appreciate. Well, it. it's long overdue. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. fine. So, well, hey, yeah. patience yeah. comes. Right? There's yeah. some lesson in there. For Absolutely. Us yeah. Patient, so right? no, it's. Uh, I really appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to come on. Thank you. It's. it's what a what a it's awesome. So, what a great story. Yeah. What a great story. Thanks for being on today. Head coach Ben Gustafson from Elk River. Well, it's great to have a jersey and Coach Gustafson back in the collection here. Oh. It's a red and black jersey, Tony. It's the red and black league uh that we like to promote on this show. Uh they're everywhere. I was watching that Edina uh, no, the Wyzetta Minnetonka game. Yeah. Sponsored by the Red and Black. They're everywhere. It's nice. And Normally, I'm like, oh, I want all the sponsorship money. I want all the sponsorship money. No, I, I love seeing them everywhere. They're growing. Their league is everywhere. It is a thing. Because when we first started talking about Red Black League, people were like, what is that? Yeah, not anymore. Now it's like Kleenex. You yeah, know? It's, exactly. it's the Kleenex of Summer off-season fall hockey. fall hockey. And I think it's fantastic. And I think we knew it was a special thing when people were playing in the league and saying the reason they were playing is because they heard about it on our show. And I think we continue to reinforce what a great place it is for kids to play hockey. Stats are tracked. Spring and fall hockey. If you're multi-sport, go for it. If you're not multi-sport and you just need somewhere to play, it's a great place to get games. And there's no checking uh, it's a fantastic league run by great people. The Hansons are some of the best people in hockey. I got a really beautiful text uh, from Patty Hanson this week about Peter's article 
uh, or whatever, his post about the La Crescent uh, South St. Paul game. So it was a statewide appreciation for what Peter wrote. Uh, so hats off to Peter about that game. Okay. And hats off to the Red and Black League for a great league. Yes. Moving on to some games of the past, starting on Monday, Matamidi 4, Two Rivers 1. Two Rivers is the number two seed. That's a single A win. That's a single A win. That's a single A win. Uh, All right, good. A single A win. Single A win. All right. Well, until three couldn't get. Yep. Yep. (laughs) And moving to Tuesday, Monticello 1, Princeton 1, overtime. We will talk about this later. I f- have a feeling that they're going to make the show yep. later. A reappearance later. A reappearance, Princeton Tigers. Yeah, and I have a hard time putting the number one, uh, number nine team in the state. And I'm just going to look up Princeton's record here Oof. just for curiosity's Oof. sake. They're 10-10-2. Not bad, but, like, you're the number nine team in the state. You're on a heater. You can't be tying Princeton. That's my stance. I agree. Okay. Rosemount six, Prior Lake one. Prior Lake was on a nice little um, bus. Yeah, boy, this. they got thrown off the bus there. Carl, are you doing work and like? I what don't are know. you doing there, Carl? <laughs> you look like you're at NORAD now. What are you doing with your light? It's, if I like move to another tab, the other tab is brighter. Ah, oh, oh, got it. He's yeah. tabbing right now. He's tabbing. You it. know when the flash bulbs are going off, he's just tabbing, oh, going from yeah. one tab to another. It's like, it's like QRF. Hockey Hub. Page stat. Page stat. Yeah. I'm insulted. Do you think I look at, P- at QRF? Oh, Ooh, wow. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Keep going. Rogers. Yes, four. I'm expecting page stats. See where Monticello was. Okay. They are in the top 10. Rogers 4, Stillwater 1. Good win for Rogers, I believe. Yes. They yes. needed something. One. Yep. Um, Alexandria 4, Detroit Lakes 2 with an empty net goal there. Okay. That's, that's closer than you would think. Okay. Mm, about where I think. Uh, yeah. It's just Detroit Lakes is literally. Okay. They're the thumb. You know, they're like here in hockey. Like there's no, sure. there's no one near them uh, that's compatible. They're really not a section you, eight team. Oh. They're more a you, section six team. Did I you think. think that I meant like geographically closer? No, no but because okay. we don't really have a, they, have a, they don't have a comparable. Okay. You know? Okay. Okay. They're, they're bad for comparables. Eden, yeah. Eden Prairie five, White Bear Lake one. I was here. I I'll be honest. I uh, caught some of this game, even though I was there because I was talking to somebody, um, uh, and I'll blame him on that. Um, but it was fine. Um, it wasn't a extremely exciting game by any stretch. I think like white bear didn't even crack 10 shots until the third period. Really? Yeah. It was low shots and EP just scored and just took control. White Bear was out a couple of players as well. Yep. Coach Anderson told me. So, you know, obviously that makes a difference, but it would just wasn't you would think that this would be a oomph game. It just didn't have that oomph feeling. Well, it's a good win for Eden Prairie. They keep mounting yeah. good wins. E- exactly. Um Gentry seven, Coon Rapids one. Ooh. Jeez. Yikes. Yeah, I don't Coon Rapids it has to be the most inconsistent team in the state. One of them. One of them for sure. For sure. Um, and Gentry, like for four double A, this is a score that it's kind of eye popping to me as you know we look at White Bear and Hill aren't s- separating, and Stillwater no. as well. They're not separating no. from the pack. No. no. Um, 
Lakeville South 2, Creighton 0. Good win for Lakeville South. Yep. St. Cloud Cathedral 1, or 2, Northern Lakes 1. Yeah. If you're Alex and you see the score, I think you get nervous a little bit. A little bit. Like, uh, who in Class A's top 10 are you, like, really excited about right now? Uh, Warroad. Yeah. War- yeah, and- thanks. A cathedral. Warroad and cathedral. Yeah. I know. And, and I like one, Northfield. Yeah. And I like Orono. Those are my four teams right now. That I, I-, I like um, cathedral, especially now that Nick Hansen's back. I really like that team. And, and it was noticeable in the Friday Night Ice game. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Sartell 1, Elk River 0. Ooh. That was this week, huh? That was this week. Yeah. yeah. Probably the three seed in double A. And let me tell you, Coach Gustafson was beating their drum a little bit, you know. Yeah. He was he was liking them. They're, they're, Later on in the show, he'll like them. Previously in the show, he did like them. Oh, previously in the show, he liked them. <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but as we talked about, it's really a circle of death there, and it's kind of just, yeah, it's shout weird. Shout out to Joe, uh, Joey Memes. That, that uh, circle. Circle. You know what cracks me up? Like the circle was fantastic. The the meme was fan. Everything was fantastic about that. But some jackhole has to go on there. And go, but they're one and one. I'm like, that was not the point of the circle. Yeah, that was clearly not the point. If you're that uneducated Points. or that stupid, yeah, right. Am I wrong? Like, look, the hey. point is everybody is beating everybody in this section. Memes are jokes. They aren't always accurate. Yeah, that's me. Come on. I mean, seriously. I thought it was. A 10 out of 10 meme. Yeah, it was good. Um, Moorhead, 5. East Graham Forks, 3. With an empty net goal. Okay, so this was a 4-3 game. Good win for Moorhead. Yes. They came back to do that, too. So Yes. Um, Wednesday, Coon Rapids, 5. Holy Angels, 2. Here's Coon Rapids again. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know the result. I hope we have the Benilde Holy Angels result. It's on I here. Got, it's I don't, on know, here. I don't it's, remember it's who won. Here. So, it's all right. Here. But, yeah, Coon Rapids is really who's the real Slim Shady. Please stand up. Yeah. Yeah. Centennial 6, Duluth. After Hopkins scored, Danny. That's uh, the other one. Hopkins has some weird ones, too. Okay. I'm I, I asking if he has Coon Rapids' Hopkins score. Uh, Did they play this week? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, skipping ahead to Saturday, just <laughs> for this one purpose, Coon Rapids 10 Hopkins seven. seven. I reported that one. Okay, I didn't see that one yesterday. I I'm reported sorry. This game. It was less than twenty four hours ago, and I made a tweet. I didn't remember it. And I put it, the score of the day because the number of goals was just abstract. In a game that meant nothing five years ago, means something this year. Yes. Yeah. This is kind of funny. Okay. Okay. Um. Okay. Uh, Thursday, Rozo six Moorhead. Three, two empty net goals, I'm pretty sure, in this one. Or two. Oh. I, I, let me double check that. Uh, <laughs> either way, it that was. That changes things a lot, in my okay. opinion, a lot. I, I will sh- tell you this. I so, did not know there was two. Empty net Indian goal with 614, okay? Empty net goal with 656. 1614, not six. I was like, holy crap. Dyslexic person over here. Just let let them live. It was a four to three. It was really a five to three empty netter, but they had an additional empty netter. With four seconds left. Hmm. 
<laughs> Changes your opinion on that. It does. It definitely does. I still see 5-3 on that because I did. The second empty netter doesn't really yeah. matter. Yeah, they throw matter. that out, but still. Okay. Um, it's still an, a really important score. Oh, yeah, for really sure. important score. For sure. Okay. And that's what I think that's what prompted the memes. Yeah, shots were 28 to 23 in favor of Moorhead. So, I mean, like, not necessarily going away with it for Moorhead, And uh, Brayton Levesque was the goaltender. So they've stuck with him. And it looks like they might go yes. with him down the stretch. He's been hot. So, um, either way, just, Yeah. It's a big score. It's a big score. That's a big score. Shaka P six, Holy Family one. That's a okay. that's a big uh two double A score. Yeah, there's the top four and there's the bottom four yeah. in that section. And, and Holy Family's made their way into that bottom four. Yes. Yes, they have. Did they ever make it into the top ten this year, Carl? They s- yes. Felt like they might have snuck in there at one point. Yeah, they were there for a little while. All right. <laughs> I so love what those lights right. right. Yeah. Yes. The layered over yeah. there. He has no lamps on in his house right now. He's it's fully dark and blue. It was when we started. It's, it was light it was when we light. started. I know. Uh, it's like I'm going home all over again. Right. <laughs> um Elk River four and over one. Huge. Huge. Absolutely huge. It, yeah, I don't this is a this is a we talk about it in in the show earlier. Yeah. I, uh, what a big! It was a program builder for Coach Gustafson. Yeah, they need to use this momentum. Seriously, do I know? Uh, Hermantown six, Cloquet one. About as yeah. you expected. Still, yeah, isn't that crazy? They're one and two are that far apart. They are that far apart right now. St. Thomas Academy eight, uh, Matamidi one. <laughs> Just a double A game. Just them. a double A. Throw it out. Throw it out. Throw it out. That's but that tells you a lot. When like the St. Thomas versus Hermantown game, I mean, like just three spots ahead was pretty close. There's a chasm. There's between, a huge chasm huge after chasm four. Between one one through four and five through Yes. Although are we classes right now. Hmm. What's that? There was a one through four. Yeah. How we are in both classes right now. There's a one through four, and then yeah, and unfortunately, uh, in double A, it's there's two of those four make it out, and in single A, three out of the four make it. Yeah, which makes the tournament good. Minnetonka five, Wyzetta four, overtime. Overtime. Danny Clare's game winner. Yes, Um, it was a tale I would say of three periods. Wyzetta clearly won the first period. (laughs) Yeah, you know, five grade A chances, but only two went in. Um, Minnetonka came back right away, scored within the first minute of the second, and yep. just started establishing, you know, the control. And then the third period, Wyzetta started it, Javon tied it, and that momentum carried Tonka in. I thought that this was a – games like this, I, I prefer games that uh, – this is going to sound elitist again. Um, I prefer games that are close the whole way and, like, evenly matched the whole way. This was, like, just momentum, just shifting, you know, like either all Wyzetta, all Tonka, 
you know, and then kind of even. Why does that come off elitist? I don't know. Well, just like, yes, it's an overtime game-winning game between two top, you know, four teams. That was a good, it was a good hockey game. Yeah. There's no arguing that. Yeah. So, uh, but Minnetonka remains undefeated. It, and then it, in my head, it's like, okay, can YZ finish the big game when it matters at big? That's where my head is at right now. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't. I think they can. I, I really do. They have the talent to do it, but can they do it? The bigger question is, can Carl find the lamp, the, the switch on his lamp so we can see him? Because right now, he <laughs> looks shiny! Oh, no! Now he's back to dark again. <laughs> no! This is literally hilarious. We can't even see your face now. Carl looks open. like he's in witness protection now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, turn uh, it off, Carl, I guess. I don't make enough money to avoid, avoid afford a second lamp. You yeah. Know? Do you, it's a lamp on the coffee table. It's uh, kind of funny. Okay. Like, literally, I think Memes is going to have some fun with You this can one. turn it off, Carl, because... It you, was actually better the other it way. It was better the other way. Oh, oh now, now, he looks, now he looks like he's, like, breaking bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Making some meth back in Duluth. <laughs> All right, where were we? Okay, in the first. Go to QRF because that has a lot of light in it. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> or whatever. That one lights up Pace, bright. Yeah, whatever <laughs> one of them. Keep Here we go. There we oh, go. God. Oh, it looks great. Wow, turn the. Br- oh, oh, there we go. Oh, there, there we go. go. All right, keep okay. Going. In the first five to three matchup between Edina and Hill Murray, this one was at Aldrich on Friday. Edina won five to three. If you ever catch me at one of these games, I guess where I was last night. Were you I at the game? <laughs> yeah, because it was an eight o'clock start, and that's when Not, I got back nine in. Nine o'clock. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. I just don't know. Yeah, I was waiting games. on that score for so long when I was working in rankings, like finish the damn games. Did you need to wait on the score? It was a mirror image. Well, if they lost. Yeah, yeah. It was you would a have joke. to have it, it yeah. And if Hill would actually win one of those games, then it would be <laughs> then it would be interesting yeah. for Hill. No, I, I was I was getting very concerned when they got within one goal. It's like, don't do that. Don't do it, Hill. No loud. I know. I know. Um probably the game of the week, Grand Rapids one and over zero. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah. Yeah, that's watch this one. It was uh yeah, it was really a case of Grand Rapids just being super physical, just really pounding in over early, setting the tone and grinding out the win. You know, I think they, they clearly won the first two periods and over probably won the third as they pushed for the tie, but it was a great showing by Rapids. Yeah, and they needed this. Like this is this is a momentum win for them right now. Uh, here's a question. Fair question. Yeah. Um, is Rapids only good in IRA? Oh, that's a good question. Because they are good good in IRA. Too bad they don't play section finals there. Yeah, the fear of death lifted off of their team, and now they just... No, they've been good there the last few years. I know, they have. They have. I mean, forever, but like the last few years, it's been a huge advantage playing there. Yeah, yeah. I I think that's a a Frady Cat thing, like, to go to Amsoil. I was, I was very proud of myself. I wrote a little piece about East over the weekend, and I made the wrote the line. And, you know, East had, had was playing well until the roof fell in at IRA on them. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. No pun intended. 
Champlain Park six, Duluth East four. Speaking of Duluth East, that was in Champlain, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I semi watched this game also. Um, yeah, it's really kind of a racehorse hockey back and forth game, and Champlain held up better in the back end. War Road four, Thief River Falls one. So without Lund, that's where the chasm is. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, Prior Lake Saturday, Prior Lake one, Lakeville North one overtime. Oof. Yeah, maybe podcast, you know, luck of being on the podcast only lasts a couple weeks. weeks. Yeah. Yeah, after that, it kind of fades. Yeah, and then it's just like, you don't, the rabbit foot just is not there anymore. it's not. It's not. Centennial two, White Bear Lake one. Good game. (laughs) Centennial is finding ways to win right now. Yep. Yep. Uh, and we'll talk next week. We'll do our Mr. Hockey show. Probably tweet that out a couple of times this week. Yep. Um, but Harper Searles is playing his way with how they're winning. Yeah, absolutely. Um, two Rivers, four Chicago Lakes, two to secure the two seed in this section. Who won the game? Two Rivers? Yes. Okay. With you on that. They're the two seed. Dos Rios. Dos Rios is... River's two seed. Yeah. Uh, Benilde, five. Holy Angels, one. It's about what I expected. Yeah. Yeah, it was tied the first time. It was tied the... Yeah, they tied it during the holidays. And it was tied after one period as well. Okay. Um, And then Benilde took it over. Moorhead, one. Hermantown, zero. This kind of goes back to where I was saying with the Hermantown stuff. It's like, normally they're winning a game or two like this. Yeah. God, that is a long drive. Yeah, it's not ideal. To score zero goals. And then to get back on the bus. Did they play Friday? I would have to look. I didn't know. Hermantown? I mean, that's like, we're just going to get up on Saturday morning, drive over? Meet at the rink. Wow. That's That's a lot of driving for one hockey game. Eden Prairie, four. Stillwater, three. Overtime. That's like another good win. There are teams that are just winning right now, like we mentioned before. Yeah, it's SM. Centennial, EP, um, Shakopee. Yeah, you know they are just winning. Uh, they've they've hit their their winter wall and are now flying. Yeah, those teams are for sure. Um, we're gonna see one of these teams, I think, in like a section final. I I just have a feeling. Uh, Centennial, EP, or Shakopee. It's good. I would bet money that we don't see any of them in a in a section final. It's going to be what I'm saying is is I would say Centennial oh, might no question is going to have the best odds. Oh yeah, but I still think that section's crazy. Yeah, it is. Five is not is the new eight. If five is there's going to be some fun section first round games. I really hope for, eight especially. Yeah, eight is eight and five are going to have some shockers. weird. There are going to be some shockers for sure. Shocker piece. Speaking of shocker, shocker <laughs> pee, shocker right. pee um, wins three to one over Lakeville South. Mm-hmm. And I have a fun Lakeville South fact. Ooh, Ooh. I love okay, so. Lakeville South facts. Oh, we got an eye roll out of our producer. Yeah. You know, I really do need a camera so I can prove that that was not an eye that roll. That was a for sure. I, literally, I did it was that. two consecutive rolls it of your eyes. Rolled act invisible. She could have been looking like at a text. Oh, yeah, no, from no. you, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. 
All right, let's hear the Lake South fact. So in their past seven games, they had one blowout over Apple Valley Burnsville. So throw that throw that one out. In the other six, they have scored nine goals. They're four and two. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah, that's pretty ah. good. Uh. Mm. Okay, well, three two against Edina, so they just play low scoring playing games. games and try to grind them out. Well, let's chew on that fact as we look to interview Minnetonka senior Javon Moore. Thank you, Danny. Today we are joined with Minnetonka senior Javon Moore. Javon has 17 goals and 20 assists for the undefeated Skippers, 19-0-2. Javon, will you be undefeated after today's episode? Yeah. You will be? Yeah. I think you will be too. (laughs) Well, let's roll up our sleeves right now and get to know who Javon is, how you got into hockey, and some of your youth stuff before we jump into the this year's Skippers team. How did you get into hockey? Yeah, so it started with my grandpa. He was the only one that played in our family, so... He got me into it uh, at a local rink, and uh, was just, it just try this out here? Some skates? Did you have any choice in the matter, or well, was it? <laughs> he just brought me. I had like my shoes at the start, just running around the rink, and then they got me skates, and I would just push the poles together or whatever, yeah, and skate around. And then, when did it get serious for you? Like, because I know you played on the machine for a long time. Yeah. So when you're on the machine, that's you're, it's serious. No, yeah. You're in. You're, you've dubbed jumped in the pool at the deep end right so yeah wh- tell me about that memory of getting really serious about hockey yeah so we got heard from about minnesota made from a family and uh, i went into that uh with bernie and uh brian foo so getting to know those guys and working on like breakfast clubs in the morning so you were going stuff, every so. day before school yeah i did right. breakfast yeah. club <laughs> how did it work out for you i was not a looks like you're more the the, the coach yeah the, the cook i, w- I was captain club. of quiz bowl went yeah. to state yeah. nationals all right all yeah. right well good yeah. for you yeah yeah, yeah. Well, nothing is, to do with hockey this is not your interview <laughs> this is not your interview <laughs> okay. back to breakfast club so you were yeah. doing that how many days a week three days a week? yeah i think it was three days before school i'd get up at like six in the morning go there Yep. Get that in in the morning, go to school, and then probably had, like, choice SL. You were something. not playing association hockey. Too. No. Not even Second peewees? year peewees. That was your wow. first year peewees. First year first peewees? peewees. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, which is a good segue into playing uh, PBAA on yeah. one of the best. I mean, you guys didn't win state, but if you yeah. look back at their records, I remember, I, I hate to say this, but if you think the Minnetonka, Danny, if you think the Minnetonka team has groupies, that groupies. that team had groupies. I mean, the seventh grade PBAA chassis team, and I don't mean just girls. Like, people would come to watch yeah. you guys. And we were looking at the list before the game, the roster of that team. Like, oh, who was the best player on the team? There wasn't a best player on the team. Yeah. Like, everybody was the best player. What do you remember about being on that team that year? Yeah, I mean, we had so many great players. I mean, we'd hang out every day as well. So kind of helped lead to the ice. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a great group of guys. Uh, Brody Zemer was yeah. one, of the, one of those number ones yeah, exactly. yourself. Adam yeah. Kleber, uh, Sheets, Christ, the whole the list yeah. of team. You know, a lot of these guys. When I go watch you guys play Chanhassen, it's just like wow. Just think that almost all these guys played together on that yeah. team, that Chaska Chan team. Anything really stand out for you from the other than the year, but other than the state tournament, that that Stillwater rink was not kind to you guys. Yeah, year. no, <laughs> we played there a lot. We played Stillwater, yeah. I think, like five times that year. So yep, and then crazy. the Lumberjack Cup yep. wasn't good, and yeah. then obviously the first round wasn't good. Yeah, was with Eden Prairie. Yeah. Um, you had a lot of positive memories. You won the pumpkin. Yeah, what were some of the things that you? 
goes back to your memory in that season. Yeah, winning the pumpkin was huge for us. I mean, going up to Moorhead was fun. Just hanging out at the hotel and being lucky to finish it off there too. So. When uh, we I talked about it before we turned the recording on, uh, you had a backdoor feed to to Kleber. Now the reason I think it was so special is because Kleber's a D, right? Yeah, and it's in overtime, and you guys were undefeated at the time, right? So yeah, you hadn't lost yet to yeah. kick off the season, and your team was special. And uh, what do you remember about that play? Because it was backdoor, and it, he's not supposed to, but he's so good. Yeah, he sneaks in the backdoor. What was your memories of that? Yeah, I re- I just remember uh, doing an interchange with Lonsky. It was kind of like a weird, awkward interchange, and then I got it. Brought it up the wall, and the guy was kind of on my inside hip, so I cut back and then saw Cleaver move down and threw a backhand pass back to her. <laughs> it was nice. It was not a, It was not your typical peewee pass. Sure. Put that. I felt like I was watching a, a junior or a college-type atmosphere game in that game because you are yeah. playing against Hermantown, and they yeah. had the really good squad as well. Yeah. So, All right, moving on uh, to – you, you a lot of these guys you've mentioned a few guys that are are now playing at Minnetonka. Alex Lunsky yeah. being one of them, and a lot of the guys there. Walk through the process of going from the Chaska Chan. Do I go to Chaska? Do I go to Chanhassen? And a lot of those guys open and rolled to Minnetonka. Walk through that decision process because now people, a lot of people, complain that, that that you guys don't live there or didn't live there. Yeah. Walk through that process because it's like you get to be the voice of that. You know, yeah. John Stout's a, a Tonka yeah. skipper, right? Mm-hmm. He, he grew up in that in that system. Yeah. Walk through the decision for, and you're speaking a little bit now for Lunsky and your yeah. and, and Schultze and those guys. Walk through that process of getting to Minnetonka in eighth grade. Yeah, I feel so. Starting with me, I I knew Becca Hendrickson uh, right, my whole sure. life, so he was from Tonka. So I always hung out with those guys. He introduced me to the guys at Tonka, like the Garys. So uh, I knew them pretty well, and I knew I wanted to play there my whole life. So I mean, when we had the chance that to go in freshman year and enroll. I mean, we took advantage of it. All right. Well, that's that's all I needed to hear to uh, to get. I just mean to make that clear. Like, yeah. Like, you know, a lot of people make make you know big noise, but people like making noise no matter what. Yeah. You've learned that. Yeah. Like everyone to make noise no matter what. But uh, I thought it was very clear. Like a lot of these guys did not just up and move. They they made the conscious decision in eighth and ninth grade to do it the right way. And you're you're one of those guys. So, um, so we we've talked about that. The the choices of of choosing schools as well, like like Minnetonka. You want to talk a little about that, Danny? Just, you know, as a whole, I think Minnesota likes to assume that if you're the best players in Minnesota, you stay in Minnesota, you play for the Gophers, yeah. right? It, it, was that always your thought growing up as a kid, too? Yeah, I mean, I grew up watching my whole life. I always wanted to be a Gopher. Just staying at home was huge. So, I mean, when I got the chance, it was kind of a no-brainer with the campus and knowing the Mots goes pretty well. Did you ever consider any other schools? Did you do any other visits or anything like that? Yeah, I talked to a few schools uh, locally, like St. Cloud and a couple out east schools, but I know I wanted to stay more towards home, so I kind of limited it down to more around home. Yeah. Walk through that process. I mean, that's a big day. At this point (laughs) of your life, besides winning the state championship, the day Bob Motzko slides the paper across is a big day. Walk through when you went down there. Were you with your mom and dad? Grandpa, yeah. what was that equation look like that day? Yeah, I remember just waiting for a text from them, just seeing if it would ever come. And uh, I got one from uh, Ben Gordon, the assistant coach, and I was, like, just, like, in shock. So uh, to get that and then uh, get a visit down there and just see the stuff behind the scenes was pretty cool. And what was the coolest thing behind the scenes? Um, 
I mean, they had like a custom golf cart, and then we just oh. cruised down. <laughs> I, I, I've been on yeah, that cart. Yeah, we've been cruising around uh, downtown and just seeing all the little things around, not just hockey, but the sports facilities and w- stuff. What stands out? Uh, I'd say their uh, athletes' village. Okay. If like they have the wrestling and all that in there, and the nutrition and stuff. So super just, cool. Yeah, the lunch you get there. Uh, you have lunch with all the athletes. So it's just athletes in there. Yeah, because cool. so I went to Nebraska for college, and so the athletes' training table, yeah. they called it, was in the football stadium, and non-athletes got to eat one meal lunch a week, but they had to put a reservation in, and they could be declined. Yeah. Oh, uh, well, yeah. now it's a little different. I mean, even, yeah. even though this was 2010, now with the Big Ten Network dollars that yes. come in every – Big Ten school yeah. has these athletes. It's yes. not just the U. Yeah. They all have them. Yes. Wisconsin has yeah. them. Everyone has them. And it's just phenomenal. It's just floor after floor of, like you said, yeah. there's 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 mentor, there's tutors, yeah. mm-hmm. there's ed, there's nutrition, there's workout, there's basketball, yeah. there's everything is in this place. It's, yeah. And it's and the Big Ten is right in the check for that. So when you're playing a Thursday at 6 p.m., don't go, oh, man, yeah. why are we going to play a Thursday <laughs> exactly. at 6 like, yeah. That Athletes Village is why you're playing that. Yeah. Not, yeah. not so much Mariucci because yeah. that was there before the yeah. Big Ten Network. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's been dozens of, you know, conference yeah. championships and stuff like that. Um, what went through the decision? Did, when they slid the paper out, did you just say yes on the spot, or did you kind of talk around, you know, like a, a Brody Zeme, or did yeah. you talk to some of these other guys when they were making their decisions? Yeah, uh, I feel like I knew a lot of guys that wanted to stay home too. I mean, with Nevers and Townsend, I mean, growing up playing against them, it would be pretty cool to team up and go against other guys. So yeah, And well, Beckett's coming back. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so growing up with him, it's – you you've gotten you got you did you didn't give him the memo about dropping names and he's already doing a nice job. Yeah, that's now true. the hat you have on, uh, did you take that from Nevers and put a little marker on? Or is that your own hat? <laughs> no, I bought this one myself. But yeah, we like to wear them. You like They're called fitted, so yeah, all right. I yeah. like it. I like Wait, it. Wait, the that team likes it. to wear them. Like I don't know, like our age right now. Oh, was pretty yeah, yeah, yeah. popular. When I, yeah, when I was a senior, they, that was like the thing too. Oh, and then yeah. everybody had. Different hats. Like, we yeah. They came back. Yeah. Yeah, did, yeah. Yeah. Because like we all yeah. had like, and I was like special. I bought an Expos hat. <laughs> sweet though. Yeah. That's a good that's, looking It, it, it is cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That is a good look. There's not really bad ones. There's not a lot of bad ones. That's a good looking one. Yeah. I like the all black. Good. Yeah. I, I like the, the, I always like the Detroit Tigers white. Yeah, I, I, that's I like a good the one. Orange, the white one the is both are good. Orange. Yeah, yeah. Good. You know what solid. sucks? Yankees. You know who, who likes <laughs> yeah. the Yankees? Yankees. Guy that right guy. <laughs> Speaking of the Yankees, Yankees you got it. Universal. Are you gonna are you gonna ask him a question about the Yankees or ask him about uh, last year's state tournament? Start asking Yankees question, but we can ask both state tournament too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go. Attorney last year. Um, so how was how was that experience, Javon, going into your your first state tournament as a junior? You're the favorite, you know, all this you know, expectation. What was that like going in? Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of nerves at the start, but I mean, after the first shift, you're you're all in, and I mean, just doing it with the kids you grew up with was pretty special, and to win it was even um, more unbelievable. So you guys took sure, a long. You really got pushed by Hill Murray in that first yeah, game too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was a close one. Concerned. Yeah, yeah I mean. We kind of knew like we weren't we weren't gonna lose a game. We had a streak and we weren't gonna end it there. So uh, we just fought it out to the end and luckily came back in OT. 
Waka, after the, it seemed like you guys stayed on the ice, went back. You guys had a nice little victory parade. Yeah. How did that, what went on? Weren't the, wasn't the state high school league saying you can't go out or did you have any issues with that? I mean, they never said anything to us. We were, no, like I came yeah, back after like, the press conference and the, you guys were still doing, yeah. Robbie Snow House, yeah. yeah, Robbie House was doing laps yeah. like he just won the Stanley Cup. Yeah. <laughs> we had guys just diving on their chests and stuff and yeah, it was crazy. It was good. Uh, so talk about your future after the high school season. Do you plan on going back to Sioux Falls to yeah. finish off your senior year? Yeah, I'll finish off there a couple games with their season, and then I'll play a full year next year. Full year, year next yep. year. You know that for a fact. Yeah. You're coming back. Okay. Um, go ahead, Danny. Okay, so this year you guys have been playing, I would say, some of the most packed houses in the state so far. Yeah. It's been your guys' games. What's that like? Just to look up and see, like, when you're playing YZ or when you're playing, you know, like, Braemar was full. Yeah. That's exactly, insane yeah. to think about, yeah. right, for a non-playoff game. Yeah. Uh, and it's normally not like that. What's it like as a player out there? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty rowdy. I mean, it gets you going, knowing, like, you're one of the top teams and everyone wants to come and watch you. So, I mean, knowing that makes it pretty cool. Do we want to ask him about this this week's game? Well, yeah, yeah. That, that, you okay. can go ahead. You can ask him that. I, I got questions about a little bit back about getting going to the rowdy stuff because, like, okay, I'll, I'll let me go there and we'll go to that next game of the Dinah. So, I I like think of you guys as kind of. I've seen a lot of high school hockey over the years, and I'm looking at your guys' team almost like a renaissance team. Like this is a team that reminds me of the '94 Jefferson team. This reminds me of the Burnsville teams in the '80s. People would come out to watch them, almost like a rock band. Like, yeah. You have that kind of like, wow, I, I I never saw this coming, you know, coming out of Bantams, or you went to maybe games in the high school high school games in your Bantams, but you never saw what you're seeing now as a player. Tell what it's like to kind of have that rock star uh, attraction, being an attraction like you are right now. Yeah, it can. It's pretty nice, but it can also be noise. So, uh, goalie likes to say, just live in the moment, focus on us, and. Uh, the rest will come in later, so kind of block out the noise in a way. Yeah, I agree with that. You had one of the you know more premier games of the year so far, uh, where it was Tonka wise out of you guys yeah. last. What was it? Tuesday? Was that Tuesday Thursday. or Thursday? Last Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was all of three days ago. That's bad. <laughs> 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 but uh, let's talk about that game. You know, that's uh, you know one versus you know top five team in the three three yeah. and yep. so you know you scored the game tying goal yeah. in the third period what was that like in your head because you guys had to crawl back to be in that game really yeah it was about halfway in the period and uh they had just scored so uh we needed a big shift uh coming from that so uh, i think burrows threw one over luckily got past the d and i knew how to bury and the puck was on edge yeah i had to reach for it and just go five real quick. So it was a fantastic goal, and I really think that changed momentum of that game yeah. too. Especially after you know they controlled the first period. Yeah, exactly. So was Claire's shot because I was just watching it. Was Claire's shot? You can be admitted. Was it a little bit of luck there? Or was it there's so much traffic in front? Yeah, there was there was a lot of traffic. I was on the bench and. I knew you had a good angle. Of yeah, that puck. yeah, I knew. It, was it a clear shot through, or did yeah, it, or did it hit off? I something? think it was pretty clear, but I knew as soon as if he was going to shoot it the opposite way, it was going in because 
with so much traffic, then goalie was all the way over. So correct, and yeah, I was right too. above with the bench. Yeah, and so like it it was pretty clear. Yeah, and it, it was so clear that like shot, and then I started walking. Yeah, it was you satisfying. Yeah. like you knew it was just going on before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah okay, that was a question. So you, now you just played one versus three Thursday. Now you follow up. We'll get to pickums in a bit, but. You know, you got another one of those one yep. two games with the place is going to be sold out. Yeah. I mean, if that is sold out, yeah. this one's going to be sold out. It's on a Saturday. How yeah. do you prepare? Do you, do you know how to prepare? Will you prepare it differently for Edina now, or will we just prepare the same? Prepare the same. I mean, uh, we played them before. We know what they do, and I mean, it's going to be a close game. They're good over there too, so they know what they're doing. And this game, I hate to look way too far ahead, but if. They win. They're the number one seed in the state tournament, and you're the you'll be wearing a dark jersey yeah. at some point. Yeah, right? that's pressure, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's a little one bit of pressure two, there. So. so, yeah, and it's a rematch. Yeah, you know, of last they have this marked and everything. Yep. So, um, behind you are two uh, Minnetonka jerseys made by yeah. Gemini. Walk through wearing the Gemini jerseys. It's just kind of is that like a. Is that a cherry on top for you guys? You know, to wear the sweet jerseys and yeah. what that jerseys like you talked a little bit about how how it gets cut certain ways or yeah we'll talk a little bit about you yeah i remember jersey on. yeah i remember sophomore year we wore adidas so those got like pretty tight and uh our junior year we were the gas and everyone liked them way more so ah so, so was the ga yeah. the key to the state championship i don't know we stopped wearing adidas too so i think there we the, go the last time we wore them was the chan when we lost them Oh, that chance, so. oh, I don't know. You could say something about you've it. Ever lost, have you ever lost in a Gemini jersey? Um, I don't think not so. Not yet, no. See? Let's go yep. Gemini. Yep. Let's go Gemini. I love it. I love it. All now, right. which one's your favorite that you wear? Because you have three. You have the home whites, yep. the traditional blue aways, and then mm-hmm. the skipper diagonal aways. Yeah, I like the skippers across or the dark blue. Okay. Is yeah, it because more. it got your name on the back, or why do you like it? No, I like the skippers across and... It goes well with the blue helmets and stuff. It does so. go well with yeah. that. No question. No question about it. Well, you've been a pro at the interview. Can you be a pro at the Pickums? You want to stick around? Yeah, sure. All right, we'll do Pickums in just a second. Danny, you got some other games that are of note? I got some other games. Okay, um, Rosemount plays Shakopee this week. Centennial has a tough week. They play Andover, Ooh. and they play Maple Elk Grove. River, and they play Maple Grove. Wow. The Maple Grove one we'll save for later. Um, Grand Rapids plays Benilde in a game that I want to see Grand Rapids important. win. Uh, you know, like if Grand Rapids that wins makes this. makes them the one seed. Uh, oh, they're the one seed. They're no the one what. seed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They already sorry, are. Carl. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Carl. Sorry. Sorry. Wow. Sorry. Oh, oh, offended. Okay. Uh, moving along. Uh, uh, Creton plays Stillwater, Moorhead, War Road. War Road has a tough week. Uh, Hill, St. Thomas, Maple Grove, St. Thomas. That's a tough week for Maple Grove and, and St. St. Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. White Bear plays Rogers, Little Falls, and Northern Lakes. Ooh, it, like that's that a, that's an interesting game in class. Say, yeah. hey, Carl, did I miss anything? He looks disinterested. Oh, I got it all. Yeah, oh, look well, at that. Well, what did we miss last week? <laughs> I missed <laughs> twice. <laughs> <West Seven. Minnetonka. laughs> eh, pedestrian ah. games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever. You missed. Yeah, I missed the on my notable games. I missed the Lakeville South uh, Shakopee game. I wanted you and to I'm, miss I'm that dinner again last, right now. I'm at dinner last night. I'm looking down on my phone. I'm like, how did I miss that? <laughs> That's a big game. Yeah. Yeah, it was a big game. Uh, you guys, a lot of people had their eyes on that game. So I'm sorry that I missed that one. Um, all right, uh, let's do some pickems. Okay. 
All right, game one, uh, we go in this order, and then we skip. So that's game two, that's game three. You're the first guy on game four. Got it. All right, so Rosemount Eastview, I will be at this game. Um, gosh, this is this game has so much. It's huge in huge section three. Huge three double A. Everybody in three double A will be watching the outcome of this game. Um, so at Eastview, uh, I, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Rosemount on this one. I don't know why. I think it's a coin flip game. I'll go Rosemount. Carl. Okay. So first, I need to correct myself because last week I, I think I said Rosemount won the first meeting. They did not. Eastview did. You got you but got hammered pretty hard on that. Yeah, you got boom rush on that one. But I don't see either of these teams winning both of these games in the regular season. So I'll take Rosemount this time. All right. I, I got to go Eastview. I I think this is Eastview's number one seed to lose. I don't think. I don't have confidence, like a high amount of confidence that they're going to win this section just because I think there's a lot of teams coming in at this section. Right. But I think they win this game. All right, Javon, you've played both Rosemount and Eastview. Yeah. Uh, which one do you like better? Yeah, I'd say Eastview for this one. Right. I mean, any reason what stood out, either one? The yeah. same colors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd say Eastview played a pretty, like, solid game against us, like, defensively. Like, didn't give us much room right. to work with than uh, Rosemount, but it'll right. be a good game for sure. He's going Eastview. All right, Centennial Maple Grove. Carl, you get to go first. Where is this in relation mm-hmm. to their their? In, is this the game two of their stretch? Okay. Well, Carl, discuss. I will look that up for okay. you. Carl, Centennial Maple Grove. Well, I've been riding the Centennial train a bit lately, um, so I might as well stick with it, even though I think. There'll be a surprise outcome. So I'm going to take the Cougars. All right, Danny. Okay, so this game is on Tuesday. This at is Maple- their first game. <laughs> Wait for it. At Maple Grove, at Elk River, at Andover. So they're on the road three in a row. Yeah. God. Rich <laughs> Many does not get the scheduler of the year award. That's for sure. No, I, I, you know what? I, I, mm, I this is hard. I hate this rank. I've never seen a good game at this rink. I'm going to go Centennial. Every time. I know. I'm pulling back on them, Tony. Uh, were you at the Maple Grove Lakeville South game when, during COVID? No, I watched it on TV. Oh. You broadcasted oh, it. Oh, that was a good guy. That was yeah. a really good game. Yeah. You you That's, didn't it, let anybody else come in, you know, COVID oh, protocols. What did I do? I didn't Yeah, do it was all you. Uh, yeah, it was not me. So but, who are you going? Centennial because they're hotter, but I the Olympic-sized ice – do you like Olympic size ice? Not, I mean, you can skate more. That's about it. I mean, move the puck. Yeah, it, longer, it just but seems like fewer goals are scored. Yeah, in Olympic ranks. It's a lot of big reason. space. So yeah, I I gotta go Centennial. All right, so we got two Centennials. You got any Maple Grove love over there? Yeah, I'd say Maple Grove for this one. All right, I'm gonna go Maple Grove as well. So we I, have that's a 50-50 game in my oh, book. Yeah. Holy, they all are. Every Northwest Suburban game at this point, one through six or seven. It's so 50-50. Oh, like Totino's winning now. Cool <laughs> yeah, Rapids is winning now. Everybody's <laughs> winning in that league. Like it's and then hard. they lose. And then they lose. <laughs> well, right when you get on their bandwagon, they like, kick yeah. you off. You know? <sighs> all right, next game. This is probably next to your – this is the second biggest game. The Dinah-Minnetonka game is obviously the number yeah. one game of the week. It's huge. Uh, East Grand Forks and Warroad. This game is in East Side. Um, okay. Yes, because the Friday Night Ice game was technically a Warroad home game. So this is 
Eastside hosts Warroad. This game is gigantic for Huge. section seeding. I still think if Warroad loses, they'll be the number one seed. Just, Why do you just body of work? Body of work's a little bit better. So, like, if they, they have s- a lot of comparative scores where I think Warroad has them. What's that? Depends on the. I, I buy that. Yeah, you buy that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think like now if they they beat them in overtime, right? Well, so if, if yeah. Eastside beats them five one, then maybe yeah, then I could buy that. Then that's all I don't all think I'm it's going to be. A, I, don't I don't think, think it's, it's going to be that. that but it, I after watching them in hockey day, I know it's an exhibition. I just thought they looked. They got all cylinders going in Warroad. All right, who you got, Danny? I, I'm going to go Warroad. Even though it's at the Civic Center, I'm going to go Warroad. I, like you said, I think that they're clicking. Uh, I am honestly not surprised. And if they win, that third game's going to be real tough. Yeah, it'll be tough. All right, who do you yeah, got in this one? I'm going to go Warroad, too. All right. Javon says Warroad. Anyone going to go east side? Carl, I'll ask you. Are you going to go east side or are you going to go Warroad? Because I'll go either way. Picks next. All right. Well, I'll go east side because I think you're going to pick Warroad. I'll yeah, go thanks. east side. Voted you to that. Okay, perfect. I'm taking Warroad. They're the ones <laughs> in class A right now. All right. I would. He's a logical picker. <laughs> yeah. We pick with heart, yes. heart and emotion. He's like, let me see where there are in the computers. Oh, yeah. there we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, you get to go first on this one. I'm sure you know a lot about Monticello and Alexandria. Yeah. <laughs> let us read your butts on this, Javon. <laughs> yeah. We really want to know what you think on this one. Uh, nine versus ten, Monticello. Has uh, you know this has not lost in like thirteen or fourteen games. However, they did tie Princeton this week, yeah. so don't get too attached to Monticello. Alexandria is kind of on a bit of a heater as well. Uh, who do you got? I'd say Alexandria in this one. Alexandria. Have you ever been to either of these two places? I've been to Alexandria. I have a cabin up there. So. Okay, oh, yeah. there we go. There's the connection. Yeah, there's the cardinal yeah. Yeah. connection. Okay. All right. Ooh. That Princeton tie is going to get me over to Alexandria as well. I'll go Alex as well. Carl? Carl? Yeah, I'm not three of us. I'm, I'm trusting right. Alex a little more. A little more. All I right. have never been high on Monticello this year. I'm going with Leo Compline. And wow, we're going all Alex. Go all in. Put, all chips right. are moving. All right, last but not least, we have Edina comes to Minnetonka in what will be a sold out, sold, sold out Pagel. Uh, Pagel Arena. Um, this one ought to be really entertaining. I had to park at a dentist's office this week. <laughs> For the why is that again? Yeah, it was so far of a walk that my like. What watch, time did you I, get there? I got there at six. Was there a basketball? Yeah, game? yeah there was, basketball played why is that too? I parked so far away, so, Tony. My watch oh asked if I was on a workout. Like, <laughs> 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 you have exceeded your normal number <laughs> of steps. <laughs> yeah, we, we took two hundred. Whoa! Oh, <laughs> wow! Yeah. So it was it was packed mainly because of basketball to start. Yeah. Because when we left the rink, it was Empty. like, ah, oh, should move the car during periods. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, I get to go first. Um, I tweeted this today that uh, or last night that Edina has not lost since losing to St. Thomas in the in our tournament in Prior Lake. That's a pretty nice run. I'm going to go, and this is not a bit. I think that Edina is going to do Tonka a favor and give you guys the loss that you guys need. I think the pressure of being undefeated going into the state tournament, it'd be it, great it, for us. <laughs> I think you'd rather be 23-1-1 yeah, sure. or something like that versus 
having all that undefeated stuff hanging over your head as well. You just want to win the state championship. You yeah. don't care how you do it. Right? Yeah, I just want to win the state you championship. You lost the next four. You yeah. wouldn't care. As long, like, as long as we're there. State, yeah. Who cares? Right? Yeah, it could uh, be St. Michael. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, don't do <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> that was good. Sorry. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That'd you be, got him on that That'd be rough. Oh, that'd be good. That'd be good. They, they owe you. That's for sure. 18-0. <laughs> All right, Carl. The shtick is on. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, I think the Hornets are playing really well right now. I've been impressed with their showing, especially that Wyzetta game that we saw. Now, they might get outshot, but they're finishing their chances. They look pretty good right now. Going Hornets. Going Hornets, too. All right, Danny. Yeah, I, why would I root against the undefeated team? <laughs> You're going to go Tonka? I'm going Tonka. All right. All right. Yeah. Kayla, do you have any results from our picks from last week? I never do the results. Carl oh, does, probably. Oh, Carl might. Yeah. What do you, you got? actually won last week, Tony. Uh, don't oh, really? Yeah. I, I was kind of like, felt like kind of a gambler last week. I mean, I'm not picking Pine City. You got the rest right. Which I got, and that was the shtick, too. Because remember, oh, we, right. we, we always kind of pick against the guests. Yeah. So that's Plus the only one I got wrong. No. I would have picked Proctor over Pine City. Okay. For sure. And what did Danny get? Uh, the rest of us all got three. Oh, so I only beat you by one. Everybody yeah. by one. How did AJ do? He also got three. He got three. Okay. So just what, what Tony's trying to prove here is that, you know, I did not win Pickums last week, so you shouldn't follow me in picking Tonka. <laughs> okay? I, I think you should go to the one who's been to more games. Okay, has seen you guys play more often. Just trust me and pick Minnetonka. Yeah, I'm picking Minnetonka for sure. You are. Uh, yeah. Oh, a really bold choice. <laughs> <laughs> You've never, you're wearing a Gemini jersey. How could you lose? You, know, you have not lost in that Gemini jersey. Um, we got to thank a, a, a lot of people to thank for this show. Thank you to Kayla for being here for the entire show. It was amazing having you as our producer again, Kayla. Uh, Carl up in Duluth, Danny. Uh, and, of course, Javon and our sponsors, Gemini Athletic, Jack's Cafe, Red Black League, and, and Summit, Summit Orthopedics. Orthopedics. It's been awesome. Thanks for joining us. Love is a burning thing And it makes a fiery ring Bound by wild desire I fell into a ring of fire I fell into